MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve News Updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, January 23rd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The suspected gunman that killed 10 people and wounded at least 10 others in a mass shooting at a dance studio in Monterey Park, California Saturday has been identified as 72-year-old Hukon Tran. Police say Tran was found dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound after law enforcement zeroed in on a white cargo van that was believed to have been connected to the shooting suspect. Los Angeles County Sheriff Robert Luna did not have the exact ages of the victims but said they all appeared to be over 50 and no other suspects were at large. Speaking at an evening news conference, he added that the motive remained unclear for the attack which wounded 10 more. Seven of the wounded people remained in the hospital, he said. About 20 to 30 minutes after the first attack, the gunman entered the Lele Ballroom in nearby uh, in nearby city, but police, uh, sorry, people wrestled the, wep- the weapon away from him uh, before he fled, so he went to a second place. Yeah. Uh, the sh- I, I was reading about this guy, and uh, um, the uh, everyone who knew him said he was always pissed off. Oh, uh, really? Always pissed off, like angry and nasty. The sheriff added that the suspect was carrying what he described as a semi-automatic pistol with an extended magazine and a second handgun was discovered in the van uh, where Tran was found dead. Monterey Park is a small community of approximately 61,000 people and is a predominantly Asian community. The deceased victims are five men and five women, officials said at the news conference. Authorities said the shooting happened just after 10 p.m. Saturday. The suspect entered a ballroom, the ballroom dance facility and opened fire. A Lunar New Year celebration was underway nearby, but the shooting did not happen at the festival. Authorities said the festival was canceled on Sunday. There were two runs yesterday in Philadelphia. A 61-year-old woman was killed as she crossed uh, a south uh, she crossed a South Philadelphia street. Uh, police are looking for the driver of the SUV that did not stop. Officials say the woman was crossing the street at 600 Oregon Avenue Sunday evening about 5.30 when the driver inside of a silver SUV going east on Oregon hit her. The driver continued eastbound on Oregon. Authorities said the woman was pronounced dead at the scene by medics. Police are searching for the driver and have not made any arrests at this time. And then a man riding a bike in North Philadelphia was also killed by a hit-and-run driver. According to officials, the bicyclist thought to be in his uh, mid-30s was traveling on the 1900 block of North Howard Street Sunday night about 8.30 when someone driving a white box van hit the man and continued driving. The driver of the van headed north on Howard Street after hitting the uh, bicyclist. Authorities said medics pronounced that man dead at the scene as well. Police are also investigating this hit-and-run and are Searching for the driver. They say no arrests have been made. The Philadelphia Housing Authority will open its housing choice voucher waiting list on Monday for the first time in 12 years. HCV, formerly known as Section 8, gives residents with low income a chance to get into private market housing instead of living in PHA designated buildings. Applicants must apply online at pha.phila.gov. The waiting list opens uh, at 6 a.m. and it will close Sunday, February 5th at 5.59 p.m. After the two-week period ends, a lottery will randomly select 10,000 applicants to be added to the list. Uh, PHA President and CEO Calvin Jeremiah said in a statement, our goal is to ensure a 
fair, open, transparent, barrier-free process with broad communication, uh, community outreach and equal access for all interested applicants. Getting the word out is the top priority since previous applicant periods favored those who applied first. Under this system, all applicants in the lottery pool have an equal chance of being selected. A preference will be given to applicants who currently live, work, or have been hired to work in Philadelphia. PHA will make 2,000 vouchers immediately available to qualified applicants within that group. The 10,000 applicants randomly selected will be notified by March 1st via email and mail on the, for their place on the list. Uh, all other applicants who are not selected, they will also be notified. PHA currently houses over 19,000 individuals and families and over 40,000 household members under the HCV program. In sports this morning... The Eagles, who beat the New York Giants 38-7 to on Saturday night, will host the NFC Championship game on Sunday and will play the San Francisco 49ers. Kickoff at the link will be at 3 o'clock. Last night, the 49ers beat the Dallas Cowboys 19-12 to in San Francisco. Christian McCaffrey scored a go-ahead two-yard run, and the 49ers defense shut down the Cowboys offense, sealing the win. Francisco, that's fun to say. <laughs> in the AFC, the Chiefs beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 20-17 to in Kansas City on Saturday, yesterday afternoon. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Bills 27-10 in a snowy game in Buffalo. The Chiefs will host the Bengals in the AFC Championship game on Sunday at 6.30. The Sixers, who beat the Kings in Sacramento on Saturday night, finished their road trip out west with a perfect 5-0 record. They're back home on Wednesday with the game against the Brooklyn Nets. And the Flyers lost to the Winnipeg Jets 5-3 last night in South Philly. The Jets uh, jumped to a 3-0 lead in the first period, but the Flyers fought back to tie it at 3. The Jets scored a go-ahead goal in the third and added an empty netter to get the win. The Phil are at home. Sorry, the Flyers are at home again tomorrow night with a game against the Los Angeles Kings. The puck will drop at seven o'clock. Chances are the Phils, like the players themselves, are at home. Yeah, they, at they, they are. Sure. I yeah. just wanted to throw that in there because there was no Phillies yeah. news. Sometimes There's you get worried. Yeah. yeah, they're at home, and then the Flyers are going to play at home tomorrow at seven. Oh, That's what I have for you this morning. All right, hi everybody. Hey, Good morning and welcome. We've had a couple days off, a couple good days off. Yeah. Super uh, exciting. Yeah, 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 very big things. It's a lot of excitement. You can feel it in the city and in uh, just the, the general area. Everybody's uh, hyped up. So, I mean, we got crappy weather, but we have uh, good good times and good vibes yes. uh, to go on. We have a new Word of the Week prize, too, which is pretty awesome. A $400 gift card to Nebraza Brazilian Steakhouse. Oh, my God. So you will just absolutely uh, stuff yourself at this place. So uh, we'll give that away on Friday. It's uh, very easy to do. Uh, Just collect the letters that we have at the end of the program, and they'll spell out a word, and then we'll give that away on Friday, which is pretty cool. I want to give something away right now. We very rarely do uh, stuff at this point in time, and it's a week from tomorrow, though. Uh, the screening of uh, the M. Night Shyamalan, M. Night Shyamalan film, Knock at the Cabin. Uh, so we're going to have this at the PFS East. It'll be at 7 p.m. And uh, i got a couple of passes to give away right now. We'll take callers 10 and 11 at 215-263-WMMR. If you want a movie on us and be able to see that before anybody else, go ahead and give us a call right now, and we will set you up with that. Excellent. We'll have a bunch of those to give away through the week as well. Um, so we'll have a just a, a day to hang out with on this Monday morning. I've got an entertainment report that's chock full of stories. There's a lot of chalk. It's very full yes. of chalk. Yes, okay, all right. So we'll take a break, come back in a second, get to that and a stupid question, and uh, Monday as is together once again. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
know you can listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. You've been making better decisions for your busy family for years. And now, little by little, you're making decisions for yourself. Like snacking a little better, going a little further, sleeping a little deeper. Acme's here to make that journey easier and even more rewarding with their new Sincerely Health platform featuring nutrition plans, prescription reminders, and more. Sign up in the Acme mobile app to earn up to $25 in grocery rewards. Visit acmemarkets.com health for more details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The stupid question prize today and this week is going to be a pair of tickets to see the Impractical Jokers, the Drive, 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 Drive Tour, uh, which we are presenting, by the way, is coming up Friday, February 3rd at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. So, question I have for you is courtesy of, uh, and he sent me stupid questions before, Jerry Vanderwood is his name. So, mm-hmm. thank you, Jerry, for the question. Uh, in Back to the Future 2. Which virtual video waiter greets Marty when he walks into the 80s cafe in the year 2015? 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer to that, call now. We'd like to get you a good prize. So in Back to the Future 2, which virtual video waiter greets Marty when he walks into the 80s cafe in the year 2015? What's that going to be like, 2015? I, I don't yeah, know. I'm yeah, excited yeah. to find Very out. Exciting. 215 <laughs> The Running Man is 2017. I know. Is it really? <laughs> I watched that the other night. Uh-huh. We have passed up those years. Well, I think es- I, I'm not Way. sure, but I think Escape from New York is 1997. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not sure. All right. We will go through some birthdays while we wait for you to call in with your answer. Today's birthdays on the 23rd day of January include Richard Dean Anderson. MacGyver. MacGyver himself. Richard. Uh, turns 73. Three years old today. Were you a fan of that show? Uh, I I didn't watch it with any regularity, yeah. uh, but I I appreciated it. You know, so he came from soap operas. He did MacGyver, and then he was on Stargate. Yeah. Yes, yeah, which was huge. We yeah. watched it all the time. Because did you? My, yeah, well, my sister loved MacGyver, so. We watched it. Yeah, women loved, loved it. And I'll tell you what, there's a great scene in MacGruber where he finally uses a gun yeah. and goes, what the hell am I? <laughs> Why have I been waiting on this? Yeah. Uh, he's 73 today. Uh, Princess Caroline of Monaco mm. uh, turns 66 years old. I remember when she was uh, like 20, 21 years older, I, I had a total cross. Oh, did you? Her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was um, a very beautiful woman, uh, but she is 66 today. Another birthday is Gil Gerard, huh. Buck Rogers. <laughs> Had them in studio. 21st century, we did. Yeah, man, I, I remember because I loved Buck Rogers. And so meeting Gil Gerard was like a, a, a childhood dream come true. Gil, uh, so how many... I, I vaguely remember was so he, he had a bad weight issue. What the hell was that? Oh my god! Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I remember that he had like he had gotten packed on a lot of weight, and then yeah. people were stepping in to help him lose weight, and he had some sort of 
I think it was a medical issue. Yeah, it was a medical issue, clearly, because yeah. that's what he needed. And he's, uh, but he was in town for some convention or whatever. And uh, you know, he, he could not have been a nicer guy. Um, but it's it's one of those things where, like, when you're, you know, eight and you see Buck Rogers, you think he's the coolest guy on the planet, and then you meet Kill Jordan, he's like, all right, nice dude. <laughs> it's terrible. I I don't remember that at all. Yeah. No, it's either it's the right. fact that we've had a gazillion people come through here. <laughs> yeah. Or there's something going on upstairs. Well, you, you prioritize the people that you really want to remember. I guess so. G- yeah. Gil Gerard, as wonderful as he is, is probably not uh, on the higher. Hey, it's he's not my, a big deal. He's my David Faustino. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't worry yeah. about it, That's buddy. Right. Not a big yeah. deal. Thanks, Kat. But <laughs> Gil Gerard and Lee Majors, I think, to me, could be the same guy. I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, similar. Similar, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he is 80 years old today, Gil Gerard. Mariska Hargitay. Oh. Uh. Law and Order, Special Victims Unit, daughter of uh, actress Jane Mansfield. Uh, that show's been on for 81 seasons. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Seems like it. Yeah. Uh, she is 59 years old today. Uh, the very lovely Tiffany Amber Thiessen. wonderful, lovely girl. Uh, yes. A wonderful uh, Tiffany is just a gorgeous little piece of uh, trim. Trim. Uh, saved by the Bell, obviously. Uh, and Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah. Yep, obviously by the music. Uh, and she is celebrating her 49th birthday today. Just a lovely young lovely, lady. Lovely, Yes. Uh, also, turning a uh, year older today and hitting a milestone is Mr. Robin Zander. Oh, wow. Lead singer of Cheap Trick. And a big birthday for him. Uh, super nice guy. Very easy to talk to. I found out firsthand at the MMRBQ last year. Uh, he was just... Um, just we did, we just talked about whatever for like twenty minutes, and it was really really cool. You know, the cool part is that that band still remains um, in that relevant status. Like they're um, even though they have their catalog, they they're they're cool. They're they're they transcend all different formats. Yes, because cheap trick. Yeah, they were they were influential to a bunch of different you know yeah, from, yeah. from straight up rock to punk rock. <clears throat> a lot of people took inspiration from them. And, uh, yeah, they continue to be a draw. People yeah. love seeing them. So, happy birthday to Robin Zander, who is 70 years old today. Two more quick birthdays. Uh, Tito Ortiz. Tito. Uh, UFC and also Celebrity Apprentice. He is 48. And then I saw that a model, a Dutch model by the name of Doutzen Crows. Doubts and crows. I guess she's like a like boats and hose. Yeah, it's a lot like boats and hoes. I have no idea if that's how you pronounce her name or not. D o u t z e n. Oh, she looks familiar. Maybe Dudson. I don't know. And then C k r o e s. Crow is Go with boats and hose. So she is. So boats and hose is thirty eight years old today. So happy birthday to her. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this stupid question. In Back to the Future Two, which virtual video waiter greets Marty when he walks into the '80s cafe in the year 2015? Two one five two six three WMMR, and it is John that we will go to to see if he knows the answer. Hey, John, good morning, Jordan. All right, John, who was waiting for uh, Marty when he got him? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. There you go. That is correct. Hang on, John. We'll set you up with a pair of tickets to see the Impractical Jokers. Uh, They're playing Friday, February 3rd, Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. The President's TV Show presents that show. And they had done uh, uh, Ronald Reagan and Michael Jackson in that uh, Max Headroom style. That's right. Yeah. From that scene. Which stuttering. Was, which was pretty fun. All right. So going through the box office this weekend, number one, uh, Avatar Way of Water. Uh, still ranks at number one, made over just under $20 million. Uh, then you had uh, Puss in Boots, uh, Missing, Megan was fourth, followed by A Man Called Otto, Plane, 
House Party, That Time I Got. Ninth was Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And coming in at number 10 was The Whale. Uh, we will start with news about Jeremy Renner. He uh, shared more details about the injury he suffered on New Year's Day, uh, sharing a photo of himself receiving physical therapy in a hospital bed at home. Renner wrote that he had suffered 30-plus broken bones. 30-plus. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a lot to come back from. Uh, he wrote, uh, morning workouts, resolutions all changed in this particular new year. Uh, spawned from tragedy for my entire family and quickly focused into un- uniting actionable love. He said, I want to thank everyone for their messages and thoughtfulness uh, for my family and I. Much love and appreciation to you all. He added, these 30-plus broken bones will mend, Jeez. grow stronger, just like the love and bond uh, with family and friends deepens. Uh, his co-star Chris Evans commented on his update. Uh, he wrote, that's one mother effer. And he, he wrote, has anyone even checked on the snowcat? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sending so much love. And uh, Renner wrote back, love you, brother. I did check on the snowcat, and she needs fuel. So, wow. so that thing apparently weighs 14,000 pounds. Oh, that's it. Yeah, 14,000 pounds. Sounds right. I guess yeah. it's a big piece of machinery. But, uh, yeah, 30-plus broken bones. He's just, he's, once again, he's lucky to be alive. That he's able to converse. Yeah. That he's able to, to, to be this way. Yep. Most yep. people could not have anything that weighs 14,000 pounds park on them yep. and do as well as he's doing. Exactly. Uh, so in her upcoming memoir, Pamela Anderson details a disturbing incident that, that took place on the set of Home Improvement in 1991 when she was 23 years old. Uh, she wrote, on the first day of filming... I walked out of my dressing room, and Tim, meaning Tim Allen, uh, was in the hallway in his robe. He opened his robe and flashed me quickly, completely naked underneath. Uh, he said it was only fair because he had seen me naked, and now we're even. Give the baby the bre- I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Did that say kill the baby? No, give the baby. feed the baby. Oh. <laughs> I'd like to hear more of it, if possible. I, I can do it for you. Okay. okay. Give the baby the bread. I guess it's appropriate. Pamela Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Press. What were you thinking of playing? Uh, the one right next to it. <laughs> what is it? Uh, which is a feed the baby. I lost it. Uh, your balls are showing. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Give the baby the breast. That's a cute song. So <laughs> in that way, uh, it worked out better. It did because it was more a comment on Pamela Anderson's past than Tim Allen's balls, which were visible at the time. <laughs> so she said, "Yeah, uh, he had said to her that it was only fair because he had seen me naked, and now we're even." I laughed uncomfortably. Uh, so said, it was not. So it was supposed to be a joke, but she didn't find it funny. Yeah, he was naked. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, um, yeah, he was flashing her. She had done nudity. Uh, you know, Bill so. does that to us all the time. I yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> Have a look, look at that. Look, look at yeah. these melons look ripe. Ever see a TIE fighter? That's low-hanging fruit if I've ever seen it. It's Groucho. So, Love Pamela is coming out Uh, on the 31st. Uh, Alan, who was 37 at the time of that alleged incident, uh, was presumably referring to Anderson's modeling for Playboy, which helped turn uh, the actress into an international known sex symbol. And worldly known good woman. And But he responded to Variety in a statement said, No, it never happened. I would never do such a thing. Uh, the explosive claim is one of many in the book, which traces Anderson's rise from small-town girl from Vancouver Island to one of the most recognizable women in the world. Uh, Home Improvement marked one of her earliest credits where she played Lisa the Tool Girl in what quickly became the number one TV series in the U.S. 
Uh, she appeared in the first two seasons of the sitcom before leaving to focus on Baywatch. And, of course, that became what it was. Huge, yeah. yeah. Uh, Love Pamela, by the way. Also addresses uh, the Hulu series, Pam and Tommy. Uh, she's remained quiet on the series uh, when it came out. And, you know, just mentioned a couple things here and there. But she, I guess, talks about it in the book uh, a little bit more. She said she feels re the series made her feel re-traumatized yeah. about the whole thing. Right. So, uh, and all, the stars reached out to her initially when they were doing it to say... I hope you are okay with this, and uh, uh, you know they, uh, she never responded back. Right, not yeah. a fan. And she had, um, you guys have said I, I didn't finish watching the whole thing, but she comes off as the victim. In this she thing. comes yeah. off looking yeah. great. She, she yeah. definitely, and the fact that she was able to survive that is amazing. So I, I, I'd be curious if one day she does get to see it and what she thinks about it. Yeah. Travis Barker appears to have gotten a permanent tribute to his wife Courtney with a tattoo of her eyes on his leg. But some people think it looks more like Michael Jackson. Uh, they, they married last year. Courtney and Travis have been uh, blissfully right here on your thighs. loved up since with the latest season of the Kardashians, even garnering uh, complaints from fans on social media that uh, they are tired of watching the newlyweds hang all over each other all the time. Uh, but it doesn't seem like the passion is going away anytime soon. It now seems that he has gotten a new tattoo dedicated to his wife. He took to Instagram where he showed a series of photos with fans, uh, and he captioned it, Oh, hey there. Hmm. These do not look like Michael Jackson's eyes. I don't think I'm so. I'm not sure that I would immediately identify them as Courtney Kardashian's eyes. Uh, they're very realistic looking. Very, very much realistic. so. And uh, it's above the, um, the tribute to DJ... Um, who died in the plane crash. A.M.? L- L- yeah. yeah, he didn't die in the plane crash. He died later on of right. overdose. Right. Uh, so an- a- a- one photo shows him. It's a full-length shirtless mirror selfie of himself with uh, showing off all his tattoos. By the way, he's just absolutely covered in them. Is there? I wonder how often it happens where um, your body is covered that way and, you know, he's committed to it, where you just wonder, you know, I wonder what I look like. Yeah, without, without all this. this. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. While hundreds flocked to the comment section of Travis's post, most wished the couple well and admired the tattoo. Others uh, felt that it looked like uh, they were Michael Jackson's eyes. You've got Michael Jackson eyes. Nearly a year after giving birth, Kylie Jenner revealed that she and Travis Scott named their son. Uh, what? And so they they have been initially. They had said their name. Uh, the the name of the son was Wolf Jacques. Yeah. But Wait, they, shock? Yeah. 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 Uh, but they shared later that he isn't Wolf anymore, and they have the new name, and they have revealed it on Instagram for the first time, along with photos of his face. Okay. And the name is, it's spelled A-I-R-E. Air? So air? It's Air, yeah. Why not Jacques Strap? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. But apparently, uh, people report that the name means Lion of God. Wow. That's uh, a could, tall order. Uh, so, yeah, exactly. So she, uh, Chris, her mother, had uh, commented on the post and wrote, I love you, Air Webster. Uh, she uh, The Kardashian star certified how to pronounce the name after Instagram accounts uh, captioned video. And they wrote, do you think it's pronounced uh, Air or Airy? And Kylie commented and said Air, A-I-R, and uh, added a red heart emoji. So it, the baby's name is Air. Well, the world can uh, get on now. Yep. Yep, you can move along. We got the answer. We know what the kid's name is. (laughs) Yes, yes. 
Uh, Regina King posted an emotional tribute uh, to Instagram on Friday in honor of her late son, Ian Alexander Jr., who passed away at the age of 26 last year. Uh, Ian died from suicide just two days after his birthday. Uh, Mark's King's first social media post since the tragedy occurred. Yeah. Uh, the Watchman actress uh, shared a video of an orange lantern floating into the sky and wrote, January 19th is Ian's Worth Day. As we still process his physical absence, we celebrate his presence. Uh, we are all in different places on the planet. So is Ian. His spirit is the thread that connected us. As is often the case with a suicide like this, um, he uh, just day before, two days before, there's video of him having a great time, hanging out with family. It was all good. Uh, she added, of course, orange is your favorite color. It's the fire and the calm. I see you in everything I breathe. My absolute favorite thing about myself is being Regina, the mother of Ian, the God King. Uh, continue to shine bright, my guiding light, she wrote. So she's finally uh, had, has uh, spoken out about that. With those lit uh, torches, you know, the, the uh, you know, they put the lanterns. The lanterns. Yeah, the flying lanterns. Um, do they ever prove problematic uh, when you have like a thousand of them going up at once or is there any I don't know. I've never heard of any issue as a result and they keep doing it so I guess not but I wonder if it I mean it, there is the possibility it could start a fire right I would think so yeah uh, I mean they, they the way they're supposed to work is they keep going up until the flame goes out right. and by the time it lands it's well uh, done yeah, right. burning but the thing about those is and I've said this on the air before so you can you can you need hardly any any breeze at uh, all can ruin it. Yeah. I mean, even it's a true. slight breeze. You, yeah. need a, you need a pretty calm day for those things to work out. See them down the shore. You do. Do you? Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah, me too. We'll, we'll Over be, the water? We'll be outside mm-hmm. or just uh, casting away into the sky, and you're like, there goes one, and then yeah. you'll usually see like four or five more follow. It's pretty cool. I like it, though. All right, this is a pretty heavy story. Brooke Shields uh, has um, a two-part documentary called Pretty Baby, Brooke Shields. Uh, premiered Friday at the Sundance Film Festival. Uh, is directed by Lana Wilson, the Taylor Swift documentary, Miss Americana. She did that as well. And it chronicles Shields' entire career from when she first started modeling at 11 years old in a soap ad to present day when she's finally ready to uh, reckon on a public stage that her fame and the ways in which she was exploited and traumatized by the industry. And it's apparently empowering and beautiful, according to some reports. All right. Now, the film contains for what is sure to be a headline-making personal revelation. Uh, For the first time, she's publicly about an alleged rape that she experienced by a major Hollywood player. Um, And it was a movie that an old friend of hers in the business was working on. Uh, There was a meeting uh, about the project at a restaurant uh, apparently that uh, meeting felt off, and when it was over, she was uh, said she was getting in a cab, and he invited her to his hotel room to call uh, for uh, it's his room to his hotel room to call for one there. I don't know what that means. So he disappeared into the bathroom, and she said re- reemerged naked, and they tussled, and she said no, likening it to wrestling. She said I didn't fight that much. She says I absolutely froze. I thought stay alive and get out. Uh, from her years on film sets as an adolescent and teenagers filming nude scenes and sex scenes uh, that she now realizes that uh, she was uncomfortable doing, she had uh, practiced being a, a disassociated. And when she phoned her bodyguard, bodyguard to tell him what happened, he told her that's rape. And in response, she said, I'm not willing to believe that. Uh, discussing what had happened with her friend, Allie Wentworth, she admits that uh, there was a part of me that felt cool, like, it was validation, a feeling that she admits now to be so complex yet misguided. 
Uh, the man said to her, I can trust you and I can trust people. After it happened, she convinced herself somehow that it was her own fault. I wonder, listen, I, it's her choice to do with this as she wants to, but um, if the guy sexually assaulted her, you know, why not put the name out there, you know? I mean, if this guy attacked her, it's a, it's a, it's a crime, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but it's also, again, it's not proven in a court of it's law. Not, and no. then you're, you're doing... But I'm saying, yeah, but it's her experience. It's, she can talk about her so, experience so, however she wants. No, yeah. I know that. And he can, if this, if... No, I know what you're saying. Or at least, you know, I, statute of limitations or whatever. It just seems... No, what she probably feels is that, like, it, it's going to come back around to... To hurt her in yeah. some way, yes, still. I guess. And so they don't release the name. It a just lot of sucks that somebody potentially, and we don't know what the story is, got but somebody with potentially it. got away with it. I know somebody who who came out years later. I mean, years, and and talked about um, an assault that she was a victim of, and people gave her a hard time because it, well, why did you wait so long? Did it actually really happen? Like right. now you're talking about it. You yeah. don't know what that person went through. You don't know totally. why they waited this long to talk about it. Totally. Could you ever say that to them? Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there are a number of reasons why someone might be yeah. hesitant to uh, to share that with anybody. Embarrassment, yeah. uh, feeling that they may have been in some way complicit, or you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and even incorrectly so. Um, and it, and it can think, be it can be damaging all over again to them as well. So you, yeah, you just hate to think someone. Someone got away with this. And exactly. No, I, I know exactly yeah, yeah, what you're yeah. saying, but yeah. it, it's complex. No, it's just, you're right. You know, so uh, later she has said she recontextualized what had happened to her and sent him a scathing letter saying that uh, she was above him and then she moved on. The way that uh, this event is revealed in the film and more specifically how she speaks about it in the process of evolving her feelings and questioning her perspective uh, is uh, apparently what makes the movie uh, very moving and compelling. So I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I'm not sure when that'll be available, but it just came out at uh, at Sundance. You know, she had issues with her own mother. She felt her own mother exploited her. I believe that. Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. At Lisa Marie Presley's Graceland Memorial Service uh, yesterday, uh, Riley Kehoe's husband, Ben Smith-Peterson, delivered a tribute to Presley uh, on the actress's behalf, feeling that the couple are... Uh, revealing that the uh, the couple are parents to a daughter. So Lisa's daughter uh, is uh, is going to have a baby, right? So, so they they will have the, a grandchild. The thing that that is was wild. This event went down, Preston. This this tribute. I had no idea. Uh, you know, she was a musician. You know, she would released a, a couple of albums and and she's done a little bit of acting. I had no idea there were like people from like Sarah Ferguson, Axl Rose. Uh, Alanis Moore, they all considered her a friend. I didn't realize she was that woven yeah, into. I, I didn't either. Yeah. I, I, and, and it makes sense. I mean, it's it's Elvis's daughter. It's, right, it's right. It's rock yeah. royalty. So, of course, she's going to have uh, some ties into the to the world of rock music. But we have a couple clips that we can play uh, from the memorial service. Uh, Alanis Morissette sang her song, Rest. Right, right. So here's a little clip of that. songs are like this. But, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Axel sang... No combo number five. No. Axel sang November Rain. When I 
of sounds like that old man in uh, Family Guy. Yeah. Who's got the whistle. <laughs> yeah. But darling, when I hold you, don't you know I feel the same? Uh, yeah. Did he just do that? <laughs> Sounds like somebody doing a bad Axel impression. Yeah. yeah. And on the top of the piano pressure, running the whole length of the piano was was a hoagie that he would take away. I did see like a glimpse. I mean, I'm looking at more now, but when we were in the office, and I was like, oh god, I like I didn't even recognize him. It doesn't look like him. Yeah. But apparently, listen, it was a, a nice gesture, even if the performance itself. Stunk. Uh, <laughs> it would have been a nicer gesture if he would have passed and said, "Hey, you know what? You know what? Yeah. This one. I'll do it, but only if I can go." Yeah. <laughs> I told you not to, blah, 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 but you did it, and you ruined everything. <laughs> it was his tribute to Robert Roger Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, Eddie. <laughs> Don't put us in a turpentine. <laughs> I want to hear that part again. I do too. Right. I, it's, uh, it I, I don't know. Uh, back it up just a little bit more. Hang on. But darling, when I hold you, don't you know I feel the same, dude. Oh my God! We have that. Don't you know I feel the same? This touching moment is just. I'll be ruined forever. Here we go. <laughs> Can you loop that? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. You gotta give me a it's going to take a minute or so. Well, like, let me just. <laughs> All right. Sorry. You just want the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Woo, 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 woo. Okay. Uh, looped, I if, got you, you. if you wouldn't mind. In the meantime, uh, rest in peace. Right. Yes. <laughs> Lisa Marie. Listen, it's a nice. I know. Oh, you can compartmentalize. Yeah. Great gesture, horrible performance. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but there, there were other performances. Do you yes. have that? Yes. Right, yes. <laughs> I don't know why you do that, but that's that's his oh, thing. Man. Yeah. Can you do it so it's just woo, 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 without yeah, a little yeah. little break there? I, Marissa can. I, I unless okay. you, I, I can't do right, it Marissa like, live do on it. the air. I, like the uh, what's the game we play? Uh, that's what I. That's one of my favorite games, man. Yeah. Even I find it funny. <laughs> you like Loop? There it is. I like that, man. <laughs> what was actually on, man? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't hear Alanis do that. She's yodeling all the time. Uh, where was it? I had another story, and I, don't, I must have misplaced it. But um, yeah, oh no, here it is. Uh, and and this ties in with this, with, right? With, with you, King. Uh, Austin Butler's ex girlfriend of eight years, Vanessa Hudgens, recently commented on a post that made fun of uh, the Elvis actor for continuing to use his accent from the movie. That's right. Yeah, he won't stop talking like That's that. That's right. Man. Can't, can't shake it. Uh, according to the entertainment, uh, according to the Entertainment Tonight. Butler's voice coach recently said uh, the accent is genuine and that it might last forever. That's right. Look out, man. Look out, man. <laughs> when an Instagram user shared a screenshot of these quotes and wrote, uh, he went to Lady Gaga School of Oscar campaign acting, <laughs> the high school musical actress commented crying. That's right, man. My name is Woodrow Wilson. Uh, oh, that's his next role? <laughs> Same, man. I'm running the country. We need to form a league of nations, That's right, man. man? Something, uh huh. Some sort of league. 
Uh, How about a softball league, and then we'll think about the other one later on. No, man, I love pickleball. Yes, man, pickleball is great, man. Especially if you're 90. Uh, This comes after Butler failed to credit Hudgens for reportedly inspiring him to play the... uh, That's my little bushy. All right, here we go. This is uh, this is the loop. You ready? We're gonna... <laughs> it's, it's hard to nail it on the. Uh... Again, I was doing a site. Uh... It's all good. That's not for Marissa. <laughs> Marissa can do a better job. Uh, let's see what else I want to mention to you, Gabrielle Union. What's she up to? Is addressing the backlash that she received for saying that she felt entitled to cheat on her former husband, Chris Howard. This was on a recent episode of uh, Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert podcast. He was cheating on her? I think so. And that was the deal? Yeah, and the actress uh, told Entertainment Tonight, if you're going to get your panties in a twist about something I've been talking about since 2005, uh, in not one, but two New York Times best-selling books, at least listen to the whole thing. Yeah, come on, man. Just so you know where your anger actually is. Cabo Union's right. Yeah. That's right, man. That's right, man. Yeah. She was in bring, uh, bring it, right? Bring it on. Bring it on. That's man. right, man. Yeah. Bring it on, man. Uh, according to Entertainment Tonight, the 14th season of NCIS Los Angeles will be the show's last. Uh, president of CBS Entertainment, Amy Reisenbach. Finally! Uh, Reisenbach. Yeah! 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 <laughs> In a statement for 14 seasons, NCIS Los Angeles has been a stalwart of our lineup. 14 seasons. With characters who are a joy to watch. From day one, the cast, producers, and crew uh, were amazing network studio partners, and their teamwork, talent, and spirit vividly came through on the screen. Every one of the 11 minutes I saw of the series was riveting. We are so grateful for the collaboration and remarkable run of these treasured members of our CBS family and plan to give them the big send-off that their fans deserve. I know we've kind of talked about this before, but shows like this that last this long, you, uh, we were talking about uh, Mariska Hargaday earlier, right. and the, you know, the Law & Orders that are around for 20-plus seasons, whatever, are they able to do it because they're relatively cheap to make and they're profitable, I guess? Like, people watch them enough? I think they sit in a very loyal demo, yeah. which okay. tends to be a little bit older. It just it, it astounds me that, all right, they've yeah. made it 14 seasons, and now we're going to call it quits. Like, why not just keep going forever? You know, because they have a number of shows that are doing this model. They have the, the machine is in place, so they yeah. got it down to a science. Yeah. But it still doesn't mean people are going to watch it. I mean, these, is, yeah. the procedurals, the crime solving, yeah. you just can't go wrong like with Buck that. Like Buck Rogers. With that former, like yeah. Buck Rogers. <laughs> with that former. I mean, look at, look at if you want to talk about older demos, look, look at things like, you know, Matlock and Murder, She Wrote. and Diagnosis Murder. And, and Father Downing and all that stuff. It, they Club went, MTV. They went on forever. Club MTV. <laughs> Eric Keys. That was good. He was in the studio. <laughs> but they went on forever. Yeah, uh, they did. Yeah. Just in, in, because you can keep creating these uh, scenarios that uh, you know what? That, that people like to see the, the, the puzzle that's, uh, that's unfolds throughout the, uh, the course of the episode. I get what Axl Rose was doing. Yeah. Cheers to downtown Julie Brown. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> wubble, wubble, wubble. <laughs> That's what I was yeah. looking for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell is this, man? It's a tribute. <laughs> Sounds like the people in uh, Shelbyville. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 Uh, this, is the, this is only Monday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You know what? It, it sounds a little like the uh, the White Lotus soundtrack. 
Oh, the, yeah. The actual warbling is uh, like that song, the the uh, opening song for the White Lotus show. I, I always skip it. Oh, I, do you really? Yeah. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Come on. And then, uh, yeah, and then they kind of go up and down. I'm not going to do it. Like there that? It yeah, okay. That's exactly what it is, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Wow. You're pretty good, that's good. Ah, thank you. One more time. I love the face you make while you thank do that. Thank you. Oh, man, my friend Trish from college, she did it the best. <laughs> is that? <laughs> yes. Dude, but her tongue goes side to side. Telling you, Trish Daly, if you're listening or anybody knows Trish. Oh, my God. Have her call have on. Have her yeah. call in. She's an it. exemplary yodeler. Why uh, would, would she do that? What was Because it sounded funny. It, she would just do it. Like, was it like, uh, you know, in a party at yeah. the height of Do that funny sound. Yeah. Do that funny sound you do. Trish. But it was like. Ten octaves higher than that, but also like when I do it, my tongue goes up and down. Hers would go side to side, which right. is weird. Big up to Trish. So I can do it, but I can't go side to side. This is a tribute to Lisa Marie. Yes, that's right. Hell's going. Hell's going on here, man. Daughter of the King. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'd like everyone to now go in the runner. They get the entire yeah. crowd, the entire. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> How would you do that? Like if, like you were, <laughs> you were doing it in memoriam. You know. What do you mean? La, 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 yeah. La. You want to do it like like the, the somber version? version? Yeah, the somber more, version. Yeah. Yeah, would it be lower? I guess. Yeah, I think like, so. Like Nick a little quieter. Like a ballad. Instead of... <laughs> no, that's you calling pigs at that point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> News you can use. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. With Kathy Romano. <laughs> Variety reports. No. All right, Variety reports the last story. Uh, all good. the Lubba Lubbers, please come in for the... <laughs> what? The Lubba Lubbers? Lubba Lubbers. <laughs> That's a good band name. We are the Lubba Lubbers. Yeah. Okay. Variety reports that uh, Stars renewed Outlander for its eighth and final season. Uh, the network also greenlit a prequel series titled Outlander Blood and Blood of My Blood. I'm kind of glad about this because um, any, I don't, there's only, eight seasons is just enough for me to ignore. All right. Yeah. <laughs> What's Outlander about? Uh, I have no idea. I think Anybody it is know? a, uh, is Scottish? it a period piece? Yeah. Is it Scottish? Or you're thinking of. Uh, what am I thinking Highlander. of? Highlander. 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 <laughs> That's what I'm yeah. thinking of. There was a. Yeah, I think it is. I think I it has to do something with the past. No, the Antlanders. Yeah. Uh, uh, Catherine Busby, the president of original programming for Stars, said in a statement for at nearly a decade, Outlander has won the hearts and audiences worldwide. Sure, it has. We're pleased to bring Claire and Jamie's epic love story to a proper conclusion. Is it a period piece? Yes. Uh, yes, and it's a love story of sorts, apparently. But uh, we before we close, chapter, I'm on the period. There is plenty of their passionate story to tell over the course of 26 new episodes and even more to explore this dynamic world and its origin story. Wow, that season is 26 episodes? That's too much. Wow. I don't care. 
<clears throat> I don't care, man. I don't care, man. This woman's having a period. I don't care. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, uh, clips. Let's get yes. to the clips. All right, we'll begin with this. 30 women are embarking on their journey to find love with one man in the 27th season of The Bachelor. 27 seasons. Here, Bachelor Zach Shalcross talks about his mother's support of him through his Bachelor journey. Here we go. It was just crazy how the timelines just worked, and I was here with Rachel, and I already felt that spark and connection with her, and I see my mom there, and she's there to, you know, cheer me on, you know, till the end, and... I, I just, I, I was not expecting it. And, uh, you know, mama, mama's boy at hearts. Shut up, dummy. <laughs> Bachelor pre- premieres tonight, 8 o'clock on ABC. Oh, and they're, they're already showing their clips of him crying. And then, and then you of know, <laughs> I don't know where to go with this. Yeah. The I hot love air, them both. They're in a hot air balloon. Oh, they're the most am- catamaran. They're doing ATVs. All that stuff that regular couples do. Yep. All right, next clip. All-American is inspired and loosely based on the life of uh, NFL linebacker Spencer Pacinger. And in this clip, stars Daniel Ezra reveals... Well, it says stars. <laughs> okay, star. Let's go with that. Daniel uh, Ezra reveals suggestive tweets that he has received since coming to stardom with an unlikely response from co-star Samantha Logan. Here we go. I want to sit on Daniel Ezra's face. Period. What? 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 I don't even know who the hell you are. What was this? What's going on? What was that? So it was two stars. One was Daniel Ezra. The other was Samantha Logan. Two people I don't know. But what are they saying to each other? Let me do this again. I want to sit on Daniel Ezra's face. Period. What? 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 That's it. That's the clip. It's the worst great. clip in the world. Dude, I'm totally going to watch the show now, man. Yeah. Uh, All-American Season 5 is now airing <laughs> Tuesdays. Season 5? Yep, on CW, by the way. Holy I hell. Know. I yeah. know. I know these, these shows have been around I just forever. got into Outlander. <clears throat> no. We know nothing about them. All right, what? My friend who does the... Trish? The line. Yes. What does daily mean? That's is that her, her last, last name? name? Trisha Daly. Daly. Oh. All right, so the gal who makes the noise. This is really her, though. I don't know. <laughs> Hi, uh, Trisha, are you there? I'm here. All right, is this indeed? How can we prove that this is her, Casey? Ask her a question, Casey, that only she would know. I, you know, I don't even know. I don't okay. even know. Uh, what are you best known for? Okay, you know, I, I got a good question for you, Trish. What was the name of the sorority that you were in? I, GDI. Yes. Okay, All right, sorry, this is her. Casey's so excited. Uh, yes. Trish, how, how long has it been since you've made the infamous uh, tongue sound uh, with, your, with your mouth? <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. So I'm so glad, Casey. You know, I've got people that I work with calling me. I'm on my way to work, gentlemen. I'm a high school special ed teacher. Man, sorry. And uh, that's why Casey and I are such good friends, right, Bob? <laughs> that's right. All right. So do, do you know? Do you know why people were calling you? And yes, because Casey is upset. That I beat him at Connect Four the last time. No, it's, no, it's not no, that at it's all. Not that at all. It yeah. has apparently you can make this really wild, loud noise, uh, waggling your tongue back and forth. I know, and I had a nickname, and it wasn't nice. <laughs> can it you can you do the sound for them? But you have to. You kind of have to hold the phone away from your mouth a little bit. Casey, I'm driving. <laughs> That's okay. That's better than being in the office. Yeah, you're the one who called us. <laughs> Oh, how, how can I, I Do it. Is this going to affect your ability to steer the car? 
No, but I can't hold the phone away from me because I'm 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 hands free driving. Oh, oh, well, you don't. Don't worry about it. It's oh, not oh, as long, yeah. long as it's oh, not near your mouth. Yeah, go oh, yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fire away. All right. All right well, here let's, can I put the, can I put the disclaimer? For my dad does not like this sound. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Fair enough. Yes. Mind your own business, Dad. Yeah, that's All right, whenever you're ready. <laughs> all right, here you go, Case. And for um, for all the ZX boys. Wow! I told you. Wow! I told you. That's impressive. I was actually, I was getting really nervous. I, I had to be. Yeah. I was expecting a little more. I was yeah. impressive. But oh, I, 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 no, I, I think I, that's impressive. Yeah. Oh wow! And so, you, and so your tongue goes left to right, not up and down when you do that, right? Native American heritage. I know that. I was asking about your tongue going left to right and not up and down. And I'm, I am respectfully refusing to answer your question. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. You have. There's a couple of questions you haven't answered. Um. What What was your nickname? Can it be said on the air? I don't remember you having a nickname. Remember all the ZX guys would call all the girls something B-I-T-T? Something bitch, yeah, yeah. We had rabbit bitch, wall bitch, yes. I remember yeah, yeah, <laughs> window yeah. bitch. So I was la-la-la-la-la. Uh, okay. Well, that sounds so bad. La-la-la-la-la, bitch. La, 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 okay. okay. I don't remember that. I don't, I don't remember, remember that. I remember, I remember well, window bitch and closet bitch and <laughs> rabbit bitch. Wow. Yeah. Well, I wasn't really a bitch. They just like when I when they wanted the sound. Uh, okay. yeah, that's not right. All right, uh, all right. Well, well, thanks for calling in. Yeah, we appreciate you doing the sound, Trisha. Thank you. Listen, gentlemen. You know, <laughs> I'll be calling back for a favor. All right, okay, perfect. All right, all right. So there will be some kind of like you know, I shake your hand. You shake. My you you hand. feel that you're owed one now. Well, it's, you know, like I'm looking for kindness. So like, I'll be. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna mull over how. How. What way? You guys might be able to help me, and then. And then I'll let. I'll let Casey. Are you let me know? Right. Let me how know. much time you did you hang out with her in school? Quite a bit. All right. Quite a bit. All right. Thank you, Trisha. Good friend of mine. Bye, Trish. Bye, Trish. <laughs> Goodbye, Dan. Bye, bye. We'll see you later. Uh, do you stay? Do you stay in touch with her? Uh. Yes and no. Does um, she drink in the mornings? No, she doesn't. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Well, that there was. Uh, I thought that was impressive. I was. Uh, she was very evasive with your questions. Which yeah, as if she was being interrogated. Yeah. First, she thought it was connected. She was like doing the, the Matt Cord thing. Yeah. I'll ask a direct <laughs> question, and then they will say something else. Uh, I don't think she all, expected to be on the radio at this. You know, she called in Monday, yeah, seven o'clock so. in the morning. She yeah. said, first of all, I'm not going to answer your question." <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, that wraps up the entertainment break. For right, that was good. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment. It's a Monday morning, and we're all in this whole big thing together. So hang out with us, why don't you? We'll be right back. After two years, the strangest spectacle on snow is back. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, Friday, March 3rd, at Scranton's Montage Mountain, with thousands up for grabs and cash prizes. Sled registration and complete details at WMMR.com. Come for the cardboard and stay for the Mountain Fest. Two days of live music, Mountainside. Friday night, it's up clear. Saturday starts with some pond skimming, then ramps up with an explosive double bell. Lit. And fuel. 
cap off the day with a fireworks show on the snow. Join us for a kickin' weekend at Montauk, President Steve's Cardboard Classic, and Mountain Fest. Details at WMMR.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Fly, eagles fly, on the road to Victoria. Everybody singing this way. Eagles fly for a touchdown run to the There should be varieties of that song. Well, Harry Callis' son, who's like an opera singer. Oh, he did that? Apparently he does. Okay. Uh, Somebody sent it to me. I haven't listened to it yet. Any good? It's all right. All right. Um, you like opera? You know, I can send it to... Actually, it was sent to all of us. It was. Um, Marissa, did you get it as well? Yeah, it was sent over... uh, Jeff Walton sent it over, actually. See if you you can pull that out. It was... uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I, I was hoping for it to be even more. Right. Wagnerian. Or, yeah, or or getting, I, I didn't know it was Callus's son. Yeah. Uh, but I think like a female, you know, like the like the stereotypical fat lady opera singer. <laughs> yes. Big. <laughs> would be kind of more fun. We have like rocking versions of it. Yeah. Um, How about an Axel? Eagles. <laughs> 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 On the that's perfect. Yeah, it's a and it's a different thing. Uh, what do we have here, Case? This is a rockin' version of it. I don't know if this is the rockin' version or not. Sure. I have we have so many versions. This is no, this no, is the pet band. Yeah, no, not that one. You know what? I haven't seen the pet band in a little while. You know Neither what? Have I. Okay, are they still a thing? It's a good question. Because uh, them all over the place. That was so much fun. They're and, awesome. Anytime those guys came by, yeah. And for many, many years, they would come by and fire that up. You couldn't help but just be happy. That's it. Yeah. When That's you what heard they that. do. I'm happy. If anybody knows an update on the on the pet band, let us know. All right, this is a rocking version of it. Yeah, instrumental. High school, it's like a Gary Hoey. Yeah. Are there, so what, I, what I'm wondering is if are there are there like country versions of it? Is there a punk it version be, of right? it? Is it? There should be. We should have every format represented, right? With that song, maybe that's something we need to do here. Yeah, we could do this one. Have a competition. Oh, <laughs> the four squeezins, right? Uh-huh. Love the four squeezins. <laughs> one, two, three. I miss these guys too. Bobby Badfingers. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. The snapper. Dude, he was mm. such a badass man. He was the baddest. Yeah. Ooh. Um, You're about to say Ooh. Um, was there somebody, a girl you knew in school could snap her fingers? <laughs> I actually know a lot of people who could snap their fingers. <laughs> uh, God, you know what? Actually, I lost it already. Here's the deal. Sorry. Revelation from Casey Boy this morning on the Presidency uh, Show. He knows a lot of people who can snap their fingers. We have the uh, the Callus version, if you want to hear this. Ah, yes. Harry Callus Jr. All right. Bye. Was this made recently? That's it sounds sounds old. Like yeah, 30, 40, 50 years old actually. Yeah. So. Four,
Gina, our uh, former intern, yes. last day? She's, a, she's an, an opera an, singer. Trained opera singer. Oh, is she? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Although we got to have her do that, too. Yeah, we need to have her do that. You want a big wow. sort of um, the ring, tr- uh, the uh, Bognerian sort of, yeah. what is right. it, Esmeralda? Is that what they call it? Here's the Academy of Vocal Arts, 2018. They did an opera version of it. <laughs> Recorded properly. Yeah. You can't hear it. I, you want one female opera singer belting it out That'd in classic nice. yeah. opera fashion. Oh, that's nice. All right. Speaking of the game, all things game, uh, Casey, we were uh, chatting last night, and uh, you sent the picture of the guy at the tailgate that was launching himself off of <laughs> yeah. the of the RV yeah. with a what looked like a, a wingsuit, an eagle's wingsuit on. <laughs> That's pretty badass. It is. They caught him at the right moment because yeah. it looks like he's thirty feet in the air. <laughs> it does. Well, <laughs> listen, I, you know, I thought he was like I didn't know what he was jumping off of, but then I actually saw the video. He's jumping off the top of a camper. Uh, Now, he also falls like a rock, right? So the picture that I took, it looks like he's flying, right? But like, I almost didn't get it. I was like, wait, what is going on here? He had probably like a a two-inch vertical, but the people caught him, which, you know, I also didn't. Well, somebody took a photo at a certain angle, and at one Uh point, it looked like he was, (laughs) they they must have caught him at the exact moment, Uh because it looks like he's. Superman flying. Yeah, laterally. Like, like, like not <laughs> yeah. just, right. you know, falling. He looks like he is taking off. Uh-huh. And there is Eagle Man soaring over the skies <laughs> above the crowds of tailgating fans at the link. It's pretty badass. But in the video that we're watching, no, it's just some dude jumping off the roof. Yeah. Every year, there's something. I mean, especially now with, like, people have cameras everywhere they go right and good cameras and good cameras you know people were catching this stuff all the time when uh when we were in the nfc championship game back in uh 2018 2017 18 season uh going against the vikings the one lady was trying to like she was like momming the kid like you should learn how to like respect your elders and the kid's going go birds oh yeah yeah that clip keeps resurfacing all the time it keeps resurfacing all the time so we're gonna see more and more of this and when Uh, you you find the loophole in the tailgating, and you start tailgating at 8 a.m. for an 8 p.m. game. You know, you're going to find things like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, without question. Yeah, and, Nick, were you saying that the, the Wings game sold out? <laughs> yeah, so we, we uh, were talking about this last night, too. I don't know if uh, it sold out uh, in such a fashion where everybody was uh, that bought those tickets were uh, in the game, watching yeah. the game in, in the arena. Uh, Marissa sent a funny video from uh, the National Lacrosse League of uh, one of their reporters walking around the Eagles tailgate asking about the Wings and if they were going to go see the Toronto Rock and who they're rooting for, the Rock of the Wings, and most people were just like, go birds! Yeah, one guy was like, the Rock. <laughs> yeah. And then he's looking at the ladies, because he didn't even know who he didn't, or, know. Or he didn't know who the Philly uh, I like Hulk Hogan and the Rock. But I mean, <laughs> brilliant move by the Wings for moving their game up to one, allowing mm-hmm. for the parking to remain at the parking 
you know what, what the level was for that for the you know the dollar amount, uh, and they had a great promotion on top of it anyway. You know the two one five promotion was fantastic. So I'm sure a decent amount of p- uh, people that bought those tickets and bought the parking went into the Wings game. It was yeah. a good offer. Yeah, well, we terrific. talked about it on uh, on Friday. Yeah. Mar- yeah. Marissa had pointed out to us if you just get a ticket to the the Wings game, you could get in early. You get a cheaper parking rate more li- more than likely. Oh, that's why they did it. Yeah, it, it was for the parking. Yeah, yeah I mean, that was, yeah. was you know, you could spend. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, you spend the amount of money on the parking and the ticket, and you're still paying less than Eagles parking. Yeah. yeah. What what is um, I, I don't even know what the going rate and and is it forty bucks? Is it fifty bucks? And, and if you have a dollars, are you effing kidding me? Your fifty park? bucks? That's what it is now? It's for, uh, we park at FDR. It's forty bucks to park at FDR, <laughs> and and so fifty oh. if you just have a car. Come like on. if you have a. Like a camper, it's even more. I don't even know what the what the going rate for. You could buy a swimming pool for forty bucks, can you? Yeah, oh, really inflatable bad. one. Yeah. <laughs> a really bad one. I'm looking at a video that the Wings posted of the game on Saturday, and uh, there are some people in attendance, but it's not a sellout inside. Oh. Well, it's not, not even the lower bowl no. is, is even close uh, to being sold. How about out. this? They gave the the people of the area a gift, and it is a fine yep. sport to check out on uh, on your own when you when you when another game is. Another match? Sure. Check We're it out. Have a knock- good time. We're watching a knockdown drag out brawl taking place on the on the the the, the floor. Oh, they, that's awesome. That, yes, and that'll happen. Oh yeah. 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 I mean that's the players yeah. fighting, which is pretty badass. Um, yeah, Marissa, did you go? Uh, yeah, you were there on uh, on Saturday. Excellent. And uh, did you jump off of an RV or anything? Oh like no, that? I didn't get down there early. She could have flown. <laughs> yeah, yes. So, uh, did you have to go to some like a, a birthday party or something first? I did. It was okay. my friend who uh, works with the teams too. Unfortunately, she had a 40th birthday planned for that day, so we had to stop by there. It was a good little pregame, and then we made our way down. <clears throat> but it's fun, Casey. Did you have any FOMO not being there? No. None? No, no. You know what? Because I, I made a really good meal. Uh, there's this, like, this, Steve, there's this firehouse chef, the guy who, like, cooks for everybody in the firehouse. Right. I follow on Instagram. And he made this, like, Chicago Italian roast beef that I saw. And so I just stayed at, I, I broke down, I took down all the Christmas decorations on Saturday. It gave me something to do while I was cooking this beef. Like, I had. And you were comfy. I was comfy. I had game. zero, zero. I actually had, like, a Mr. Rogers Eagles gear uh, costume change right before kickoff. Like I was, I was happy to be where I was. Marissa, were you warm in your heated jacket? So Kathy, it actually, Steve was kind enough to lend me his stuff from the warming store. It wasn't that cold. You were? Did you wait? Did you have to turn it on? I had like a bag ready to go. I wasn't wearing it yet. Okay, because I also wore like tight jeans, and which would have been silly to have. Like, Got to show off the money maker. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, but, but I, you're holding on to it for next week. If right? that's okay, because it's supposed to be 21 degrees All on right. Sunday. All right. Um, I will say the past <clears throat> couple of tailgates, it hasn't been like crazy energy down there. There was a Flyers game, so some of like the Wells Fargo Center lots were broken up. Um, but this week was fun. This week, the, the parking lots were fun. Everyone was kind and nice. And I went to one of my tailgates. Our, I don't know if I have told you guys this, but our uh, RV kind of died at the beginning of this year. So really? we've been a little tailgate homeless. Uh, so some other friends have, have invited us in. They've adopted us for the season. And I'm hanging out at the tailgate that I usually go to. And I'm in line for the little P tent. And all of a sudden, I hear, Marissa? It's our intern, Annie, is there. She's like, oh, oh my dang. God, this is my friend's dad's tailgate. And I was, like, sobered up immediately. I was like, hey, Annie. <laughs> How is you? Steve, as all of my friends are coming over, I was like, guys, this is my intern. Yeah, don't say anything about <laughs> oh, yeah. what you've been doing. 
Hey, What's up, slut? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> By the way, Maris, next weekend, Sunday right now, looks like it's going to be 46 degrees. Ooh, that's oh. good. Yeah. That's good. Oh, that's, hold Not on to it. Not at all. Yeah. You know, that's, that's really, that's wonderful. You should work on your wingsuit. You know, I would do that. I would do that in a heartbeat. As I was seeing it, because there's two videos going around. There's one where you just kind of see the guy fall, and he looks like he's like Bill's Mafia going on a table. And then when I saw people catch him, I was like, hell yeah. I'd be right behind that guy. Yeah. So should we plan that? Sure. For for you to do uh, like some kind of a jumping, launching uh, stunt? Hell yes. Okay. She would. I would do it in a heartbeat. Let's work on a wingsuit for you. Yeah. All right, like a real one. <laughs> I did see some people in the stadium just wearing like Batman capes. Does that work? No, well, this guy has an eagle's wingsuit. That's what you want. It looks like he's wearing one of those like drug rugs, like yeah. Uh, yeah. a blanket kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. You can do just, in the in the the frozen photo, yeah. it looks like he's wearing a wingsuit, <laughs> <laughs> but in the video, it's much more anticlimactic. Yeah, some of this stuff can get out of control, and I worry. There was a a Bills, uh, I believe it was in Florida somewhere, but there was a Bills tailgate, and they're the ones who do all that. They they jump off of stuff onto right. a, onto a table, and this guy thought he was gonna soar from the top of a parking garage, and he like missed the table and hit the ground. Uh, you know, knocked himself out cold. You know, that's. I guess maybe I'm just getting like. I don't, a little I don't too care what age you are. <laughs> Most people don't want to jump off and knock themselves out, right? No, that's I mean, not you, the goal. You could die. Yeah. You yeah. could die. At this point, you're not willing to risk life and limb for a viral moment. No, yeah. no. I don't blame I'm you. I'm turning it. Yeah, I'm like, I just want, like, nice... <clears throat> piece of barbecued meat. I want a, <laughs> you know? a crock pot. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a cigar. I want my jammies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a nice piece of barbecued meat. Or yeah. meat of choice. Oh, so I went with chuck roast. Okay. And uh, and I'll I'll because uh, I did like kind of my own little uh, recipe, but I made this Italian roast beef. I didn't go with the gardenia. Is that what it's called? Uh, it was like a, it's like a, anyway. I did like pepper and cheese. Dude, it was amazing. I was so when you're cooking in a crock pot for nine hours, Steve, like you were really run the risk of like putting in a lot of work for something that's going to suck true, ass. True. And it did not. It did not disappoint. Well, good. You had a yeah. wonderful uh, night. And, and they won. I want to go won. to... Oh, not a... Dave, it was just a <laughs> route. Uh, hang on. I want to go to a call here. I believe we have uh, Shauna. Yeah. The phone lines talk about uh, being at the Wings game, so let me go to her. Hey, uh, Shauna, good morning. Good morning, it. Good morning, Good morning, it, Shauna. All right, so you went to the Wings game? I did. I won tickets from you guys. Oh, nice! And that we played the 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 Shauna song last summer. I remember. All right. So how how was it? It was a really fun game. It was my first lacrosse game. Oh, nice. And, um, yeah, it was it was intense. But it, <laughs> you guys said it was like sold out. You wouldn't have known it because there were a lot of empty seats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we had suspected that people would use the um, you know, purchase the ticket and, and get the the parking, and that's understandable. But you had a good time, right? You enjoyed it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was a lot of fun, and there was a lot of green. Yeah. Did you have uh, Did you have issues getting into the parking lot for the game? No, not getting in. Um, getting out yeah. was yeah. intense. <laughs> okay. There, there was just so many people. I think uh, me and my brother. We were um, watching this one car, and they were in the same spot, I want to say, for about half hour, just waiting. Nah. So what what time were you leaving the complex, and uh, at that same time, were there a ton of people streaming into the complex? 
yeah, we we left when the game was over. Uh, my brother didn't really want to stick around, so I don't blame him. Um, but there were, like, the, the parking lot was just full. Like, it was almost at capacity at that point. Yeah, and that's sure. That's what you avoid. Yeah. Listen, I know it's great to be down in that communal thing with everyone there having a great experience, but yeah. I can't take that. All right, thank you, Sean. I appreciate it. By the way, if you've ever been to an event that, and and this happens with us sometimes, but it where you where people are arriving and you're trying to leave, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. It's really, really difficult. I think Barkin was talking about that on Friday. Yeah. Like there were there have been moments where he's been trying to get out of the complex. You know, if the Sixers or Flyers game has ended and the Eagles or Phils game is starting, and yeah, it's and the way that the Wells Fargo Center lots and, and most of the lots down there are configured is that there's one way in mm-hmm. and there's or there's like three ways in and there's one way out, and yeah. you, you have to navigate all of the people coming in on your expedition to find the one way out and there are times as well that the way in is sometimes a way out too you know what Correct. i mean yeah. depending on when you're it there ch- it changes from game to game and yeah. you know when that happens when that turnover happens yeah and i went to i went to a bunch of games this year eagles games and i went to the steelers game i got down there late and but i didn't think i was going to have any issues i'm like oh i'll, I'll get down there you know basically kick off everybody's already going to be in the stadium i'm going to have zero problems i could not believe how packed the streets were at one o'clock, one thirty, two o'clock in the afternoon. I missed the entire first quarter. I, it was ridiculous because there's so many people that go down just the tailgate that don't have tickets to the game, and and it just causes even more of a headache. Yeah, and Casey, have you noticed that they started kind of closing off Patterson Avenue, which is great. Which you can't like turn. You know when you're you're coming off seventy six and it kind of uh, uh, forks in the road. Yeah, and you make a left onto Patterson. Well, now mm-hmm. you can't make that left. You what? have to go all the way down to the Wells Fargo Center and come back around. What? And so they have it all, all figured out. Like coming off ninety five. I'm sure it makes sense to them, and in the grand scheme of everything, it's like the right thing to do because you know there's city planners and engineers and uh, figure all you know the traffic patterns and stuff. Mm-hmm. But to me, uh, doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. That doesn't mean that they they called it right. I mean, you know, there's that when you leave from the Wells Fargo, they have that one. Uh, mm. What they'll do is they'll you have to go all the way across all the lots to get all the way at the absolute farthest point of the parking lot, and that's the one exit when everyone's coming in. Yeah, and they also a lot of times will at, at a certain time of the day, leading up to like a one o'clock game or whatever, they sh- they they cut off. If you're going up 95 and you go over the Gerard Point Bridge. They they block the the Broad Street exit, and I don't know why they do that because Bastard. it's well, it still ca- it causes a lot of traffic because people think that they're able to get off at that exit and they're not. So I I don't know why they do that. Mm. Yeah. Did you guys see the other video that was floating around of the mom and her son that got Eagles tickets? I did early in the morning. No. So it's one of these heartwarming uh, videos where a gentleman is just kind of walking around a parking lot saying, "Do you have uh, money for the bus? I need fifty cents to get on the bus." And woman's like digging through a purse, and she's like, "Wait, let me grant, run to my car. I think I have some change." And she finds some change and gives it to him. And he said, "Actually, I don't need this money, but would you like five hundred dollars instead?" And so he hands her the money, and there, she's with her son, who's probably about six or seven. And he, she, he looks at her and says, uh, hey, are you an Eagles fan? He said, yeah. He said, have you guys ever been to an Eagles game before? And they said, no. He said, would you like to go to the game tonight? Mm-hmm. So they were at like 3rd and Oregon. They 
they went in, then they got them like field passes, they're meeting the players, it's one of these great things. Except I'm watching it thinking, these people woke up on Saturday morning with no intentions of going to game. How the heck did they get down there and park and actually get into this place? Sorry, because, get- Casey, thinking about all the anarchy it is to get into the lots when you're not predicting that. They got 500 bucks and tickets to the game? Yeah, yeah. it was really sweet. I mean, it was pretty great. This guy has posted a whole bunch of videos, Marissa. Yeah. I, saw, I saw the video that you're talking about because the Eagles shared it on Instagram uh, over the weekend. Uh, and this guy goes around and it, it basically just does these random acts of kindness. That's and cool. He'll, yeah, he'll, there was one Steve where he like uh, came up to some guy and he, was, he said he needed socks for his daughter because she wasn't able to, uh, they weren't able to clothe her. And, and this gentleman was just super kind and he ended up giving him a thousand bucks. It's a series of like motivational videos, but they're really heartwarming and sweet. And wow. then, so the Eagles shared this with them. Um, uh, with this motivational guy, but I don't know what his origins are. I mean, he, he, does, he has a wingsuit company. He must yeah. be like viral, and then he does like partnerships like this with this one because it seems like it was a partnership with them. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, he's got like two million followers yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Okay. And what's his name, Case? Uh, I, I saw something magic something or other. But... Magic Johnson. <laughs> is it's Magic Johnson? Yeah. Wow. I'm surprised nobody recognizes him when he goes around <laughs> asking like, for bus second. money. Are you? Oh, no, I'm not. Marissa. One more thing, just because we're talking about this. Did you guys see that Peyton Manning's... Pey- so Eli Manning came to the game. Peyton Manning was there, too. Peyton Manning's son was wearing an Eagles jersey. Yeah. Oh. And not a giant jersey like oh. his uncle. So that was pretty funny. They, Eli was getting ripped apart in the stands. It was very funny. But he loves it, though. I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He fed into it earlier in the day. Nice. All right, well, it's underway. What am I playing here, Casey? This is actually, if you remember the Camp Out for Hunger, we got a whole bunch of crowd stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. This is, a, this is our crowd. Oh. And there it is. How about that? That's a beautiful thing. All right, well, listen, let us take a break and come back in a moment. We've got bizarre file stories of plenty to share with you on this Monday morning. Hang in there, my friend. We'll be back in just a moment. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We got a couple of new Daily Raj videos that are up and running. Uh, I failed to mention this one on Friday, but the Stephen A. Smith interview that we had nice. uh, is available for you to view. And uh, he stopped in, talked about his new book and Philly sports predictions and all that stuff and the difference between Rihanna and Beyonce. God, and <laughs> Pierre made uh, uh, he made sure he was here for that because oh, they, he once they early. started talking sports, yep. it's crazy. And also, the new one uh, that we have up and running just now is when uh, Tommy Davidson stopped by. That was a lot of fun. Yep. He and uh, the, uh, of course, he's in uh, the In Living Color alum 
Uh, stop by to talk about his new book, his music, and his enduring life story as well. So go to WMMR.com slash Daily Rush. You can check this video out and any others that you've missed. And it's sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. Learn more at Xfinity.com. We're going to fire up the B-File. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by... Your friends at Protein Collision. You shouldn't be good at getting into an accident, but if you do, your friends at Protein Collision are there to help with all of your auto body repair needs. And you can visit ProteinCollision.com. A butcher died while trying to slaughter a pig in Hong Kong on Friday. The 61-year-old butcher who worked at the Shang-Chi Slaughterhouse was knocked to the ground by the struggling pig and sustained a wound from a 15-inch meat cleaver that he had. Whoa! Yeah, the butcher had been about to kill the pig, which he had already shot with an electric stun gun when it regained consciousness and knocked him over. You just got porked, bitch. Egg. (laughs) (laughs) A colleague, he knew that the pig knew he was going to die. Yeah, he was taking you with him. He's taking somebody out with him, and and he, he did die. Uh, but yeah, he porked him before he uh, he kicked off. A colleague a colleague found the man unconscious with a cleaver in his hand and a wound to his left foot. Police said, and he was taken to the hospital and was later certified dead. The police force said that the cause of death has yet to be determined. Uh, the city's labor department said that it has launched an investigation. That's wild into the incident. Yeah. A man in North Carolina stole a John Deere tractor, inciting a low speed chase. <laughs> this is great footage. Police claim the driver of the stolen tractor is one Ronnie Hicks, whom the police are allegedly very familiar with. Uh, no one was hurt or injured during the chase. Despite, I'm my own man. Despite the John Deere reaching up to speeds of up to 20 miles per hour down U.S. Highway 421, uh, the bizarre pursuit was the antithesis of a high-speed chase, but the newspaper referred to Ronnie Hicks, quote, blistering speeds and erratic driving is cause for the many police cruisers that join in the chase as the tractor had terrorized motorists. You hear that more on Ronnie Hicks did. Uh, 43-year-old Hicks reportedly crashed into stationary cars (laughs) and even tried to hit pedestrians with the tractor in a parking lot at first. I then sped down U.S. Highway 421, threatening to drive into cars on the road. He eventually rammed the John Deere into a police cruiser but was forced to get off the tractor and flee on foot after turning into... (laughs) Onto uh, some back roads. <laughs> he ran away? Yes. <laughs> yeah. They'll never find me. Yeah. <laughs> After Hicks was caught, and, and they'd, they'd tried to use, like, spike strips and all that oh, stuff on this tractor, not, which don't work. I'm not Ronnie Hicks. I'm a tree. After <laughs> <laughs> You're a tree? Yeah. Ronnie Hicks went that way. Oh, my God. He went that away. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, tree. After Hicks was uh, <laughs> caught at the dead end and the tractor was impaired by shots to its tires, uh, the thief jumped off brandishing a knife. Police claim they finally had to use a taser to stop Hicks. I drove a tractor once um, and got it up to a decent speed. They're actually pretty fun. Oh, yeah. 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 Chuck uh, bought a uh, he bought a lawnmower and drove it home. Actually, my brother-in-law did the same thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he lived like a mile away from the Lowe's yeah, that he you bought could do that. Him. Yeah. So police had to finally use a taser, and they added, this isn't the first time that old Ronnie has had a run-in with the law. That boy's not right. After the chase, the tractor thief was arrested on charges of reckless driving. He puts gum in his ears. Driving while impaired, among others. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. <laughs> he, he dropped his baby in it. <laughs> 
Authorities are piecing together how five inmates escaped from a Missouri jail. This happened on Friday. The inmates escaped from the uh, San Francois County Jail on Tuesday. Actually, Tuesday evening, I'm sorry. Uh, they got him, I think, on Friday. The inmates got into a cell that was supposed to be closed off due to plumbing repairs, removed the sink and toilet, uh-huh. climbed through the wall. And, and flushed themselves out. And made it down from the roof using a ladder that a contractor had left uh, standing against the building. This is very Escape from Alcatraz. Well, and they got, uh, they, they had a lot of things in their favor. Jail cameras uh, that would have captured them leaving were down due to the construction. After escaping from the jail, they ran uh, to an office building parking lot and somehow found a car with the keys in it and a full tank of gas. Uh, seems kind of weird, doesn't it? Uh, well, it does, but the uh, 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 the sheriff said they, they just got lucky somehow or another. All five inmates have criminal records that go back years. Sheriff's Department said in a statement that all five had been recaptured by mid-morning Saturday. One inmate was located at a second-hand retail store in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. Uh, the other four were apprehended in Ohio on Friday. I'm going to suggest this. Make sure all the cameras in a prison are up and running all the time. Hmm. To shut them off is stupid. In California, uh, a woman is dead after veering her Tesla into a swimming pool. Ah. Saturday morning, the California Highway Patrol said around 7.25 a.m. they received calls about a car in a residential swimming pool. The unnamed female driver, for reasons currently unknown, allowed her vehicle to veer right and crash through a fence, uh, entered the pool in the backyard, and came to a stop against the pool's wall. The driver was not wearing a seatbelt during the crash and died at the scene from her injuries. Officials said it was a 2019 model. She was the only occupant. None of the homeowners or its occupants were injured. The home and pool belonged to Barbara Kuffner, who said she was jolted from her sleep when it happened. Uh, a friend and guest of Kuffner immediately ran to assist. Uh, she said uh, he was there trying to open the car and get the person out, but couldn't. Hmm. Uh, he said, she said, I called 911, and they came within five minutes. So, obviously, they're trying to find out exactly what did she do it on purpose. or A heart you know, attack? I don't know. Yeah. yeah as, of, as of now, they don't know. Cheap way to clean the car. Maybe that was yeah. it, yeah. On Monday night, and this will be our last story, a thief broke into the administrative office at the uh, Tukwila Community Center and stole an iPad, laptop, and a charging cable. And police have nicknamed the suspect the Phantom Pooper. Phantom Pooper. After they left behind little DNA, uh, left behind little DNA evidence in oh, the sink. No, he took uh, a dump in the sink. A dump in the sink. Oh. Uh, the suspect also left behind digital evidence when they merged the stolen laptops. Let me see that Apple account. Poop to their personal oh. account. Uh, so you didn't need to taste it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me test this real quick. Poop. It's poop. The, the police report said, needless to say, we do not see a lengthy, uh, prosperous criminal career in the field of hacking for the suspect. Uh, said suspect is encouraged to wash his hands with soap and then come down to our station to return the stolen items and discuss his options to save everyone some time. So, for whatever reason, the person wanted to take a dump in the sink <laughs> and they did it. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. I have something to give away. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you uh, can win admission for you and three friends to join Nick McElwain for this Wednesday's All-Star Amateur Contest at Creekside Cabaret in Hatfield, PA. And we'll take caller number 17. You get You get to go to the pre-party hosted by Nick McElwain from 6 to 8 and then... 
It says Sarah is going to be there from 8 till 10 to MC and kick off the All-Star Amateur Contest. Sarah Parker? Yes, yeah. Right, yeah. Sarah's like, wow. Sarah's got the chops. Yeah, she loves, uh, like, burlesque and uh, pole dancing. She's, I mean, I'm not making... No, she's, she's really good at it. Boudoir stuff. Yeah, and, and uh, so I'm, I'm psyched to be there with Sarah, but I've never been to Creekside. Preston, you were telling me not that long ago, the ceilings are super high. Dude, I went there, <laughs> I went there for a friend of mine's birthday ages ago. Right. I don't know how many years ago. And Sarah had corroborated this. Their ceilings are like, I don't know, 18, 20 feet high. Right, right. And the poles go all the way Do to they? the ceiling. <laughs> wow. And I saw girls climb all the way up there, and I'm like, okay, I could watch somebody. Yeah. <laughs> this is like watching a circus act. But yeah. they're they're like, <laughs> they're so good at doing that stuff that you, you, you almost forget what the real draw is because they're like gymnasts. Uh, yeah, and and the fact that they go that high to the city, it, it was a little scary, to yeah. be honest. I was top gunnish. I was a scare. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, Sarah's going to be there. We'll take call number 17-215-263-WMMR. She will kick off the All-Star. I'm Amateur contest. You can enter for a chance to win con- uh, concert tickets, it says. Oh, to concerts. I guess yeah. so, uh, with the MM Army while you were there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking tickets to this event. So the, the MMR will be there giving some stuff away. You can go to CreeksideCabaret.com for more information. I think you're going to have a good time, Nick. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. Nice. And that's on Wednesday night? Yes, I'm there 6 to 8, and then Sarah's there 8 to 10. All right, very good. All right, let us take a break. Come back in a second. We'll take caller number 17. While we are in this commercial pause, we'll return shortly. Stay with us. The best rock in Philadelphia with MMR's Local Shots. Here and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, Philly. We were uh, talking about the Eagles game uh, earlier, and I, uh, I, I didn't get to see all of it. I was tending with some uh, personal things uh, in Kentucky. I was out of town this weekend, so I had some stuff going on, but I did watch... Some of the game, but not all of it. But apparently there was a moment uh, where uh, Daniel Jones from uh, the Giants had his contacts came out or <laughs> something like that. His contact popped out. And listen, this I was I watched this and I'm like, I felt for him because I know how it feels when that happens. And people were like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. That You know, we're, now we're waiting for him to put his contact in. I'm like, this guy, depending on his, his uh, prescription, like he can't go on without it. And then trying to put a dirty contact that has popped out of your eye back in, it feels like you're rubbing gravel on your eye. Like, I can't really? believe, and, and I, I was reading about it because I was interested to hear if he had a backup hair and that's what he used or if he popped that back in. Um, but it seemed as though he po- he popped back in the one that came out, which I wouldn't have been able to go on. Like, I would have had to get a new pair. Yeah, I, think, okay. yeah, I felt like a, an idiot because I was watching the game and, and they were talking about it a little bit and I, it just didn't occur to me that an athlete would be wearing a contact lens at a football game. Yeah. Right? You know, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I, I guess he probably has to in order to see and do his job effectively. But it just, I was like, oh, I... Why would a quarterback have contact lenses? I'm amazed he found it. I mean, yeah. so it was yeah. it was on his helmet. No, it, it fell, fell onto his onto his face mask, yeah. and so that's the thing. It didn't fall into the ground. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter. Once that pops out, there's Real, uh, oh, yeah, there, there's, yeah. there's, there's stuff on it. It, it could be. Uh, like dust, I yeah. guess, right, a, Kathy? A tiny yeah. piece of dust will make it feel like you're rubbing bricks on your eyes. Like, really? I'm tell- it's like, and like, I've had my eyes water, and, and I just, I don't, I wouldn't be able to put that same one back in, which apparently is what he did. And I guess it was okay, because if it wasn't, he would, you know, he would have had to have uh, gotten a new pair. But I'm like, I would have 
called my mom and been like, all right, go to my house in the cabinet, bring, drive it down to Philadelphia. I'm going to have somebody yeah, meet you outside. Time out, quarterback, calling mother. <laughs> and you know what? They can pop out pretty easy. I read another, Really? Yeah, I read an article, too, where they were like, well, you know, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this happened. No, it can, if your eye gets too dry, if you, if you don't blink enough almost you can blink and it can pop out mine sometimes if it gets um when i'm skiing if i don't wear goggles and it, and it kind of waters right it'll start to shift then i mean there's anything can do it i started oh. to have to wear reading glasses maybe a, a year or two ago and i never had to before i've never even tried to put contacts in i don't know mm-hmm. if i'd be able to do it i wouldn't i don't think that i could either no. um and i'm fine with glasses although these are just like um readers from the supermarket but uh kath how often have you or for how long have you had oh contacts gosh in? i think i got contacts in in, did I get them in middle school at some oh, point? Wow! And, and the first contacts, like you know, obviously they've advanced since then. It came with a little, um, what looked like a little plunger, right? And yeah. you, you'd put them. They were hard contacts, not soft, and and you'd have to use that to kind of pop them in your eye. And your I used, glasses look like the Hubble. Uh, yeah. I used those for a while, and then when they came out with the soft contacts, that was great. And now they even have you know even better ones that allow your eye to breathe because there was you know they, they were bigger and thicker and all that. I'm sure there are many contact <laughs> horror stories. People listening right now, 215-263-WMMR. So to pop out, um, I mean, was it was it from a hit that it just, did he get hit so hard that boom, it, it came flying out? Or? And there, like, there was a little bit of um, sod, uh, yeah. sod on his helmet. So I, saw that. I think yeah. it was a pretty big hit. And, and even if his eye didn't blink at the right moment and something just kind of popped into his eye where, you know, you guys would just kind of blink and it would go out. If it gets stuck in the contact and it can affect that and he's blinking and, you know, trying to fix it. It can pop out easily. It, it, so I did years ago when um, they started coming out for Halloween. They came out with the lenses. Yeah. You know, like, and I had the zombie lenses and yeah, so on yeah. and so forth. And I, I that was the, I did that a couple times. Uh, I was actually okay at it, but still, I couldn't see doing that every day. Obviously, it's something you get used to after a long run. But those, I think, also were a little extra thick that, as opposed to what most day-to-day contact wearers are dealing with, right? They're, they're really like a thin membrane, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could... Well, I'm not going to... I can't take mine out because I don't have an extra pair with me, but I I could show you. Like, Jace has asked me. He's like, what? Can I see that? What does it look like? You know? And yeah, it's very thin, but he obviously wears them every day, and that's another thing because when you first learn, you're like in front of the mirror. You've got your you know finger. You're trying to pop this in. He just did it right there. You know, can- no mirror. And I could get away with that as well, but that's somebody who's had a lot of experience. Excuse my ignorance, but what if you are an athlete? What if you're a quarterback and you, you have a, a vision problems? You w- Are glasses an how, option? Yeah, how, how would that even happen? Yeah, yeah. I mean... Uh, I guess you'd have to do like goggles right because well, they have glasses yeah. right. blow right into your skull yeah i mean i don't know about football but for other sports um they have you know like uh, basketball or soccer right. or eric have- dickerson wore goggles uh and you know he was at, at that time you know top running back in the league i don't, were, were I they don't recall prescription yeah okay. yeah 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 yeah. okay so uh, that prescription goggles yeah. but uh, i'm trying to think if i remember ever seeing a Quarterback with glasses or the with, with the goggles, yeah. yeah. Or seeing my dog Kareem uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, he had goggles most of his uh, playing career for the game, you know, in the NBA, and it was for vision, yeah. right? I went also, you know, some receivers will wear the uh, the, the like that uh, that mm-hmm. shield over over yep. the uh, two. It's pretty cool because the lights or the sun or whatever maybe because there's a lot, a lot of different reasons. So, uh, but yeah. I wonder if any of those are um, prescription. Thinking, yeah, prescription I was thinking the same thing, or I, somehow or another have a uh, you know a visual. Uh, ocular component that's, to it. Or an Oculus hooked up so you can play a game by... <laughs> yes. yes! That's pretty large. I'm playing Angry Birds. 
You know, know how they yeah. have to, I mean, like with glasses, they have to center your, you know, a portion yeah. of the glass right at your pupil. And oh, I mean, right. good point. I don't know. It, I guess it could be, but to me, that seems a little large for it. Uh, hang on. I want to go to some calls. I have Blake who is on the line. Hey, uh, Blake, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Blake? Big brown Guatemalan nipples. Getting sucked on by all sorts of pitbulls. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, I just wanted to talk about... Uh, So about four years ago, I got out of the military. I was stationed out in Washington, and uh, I was driving back to to, to Pennsylvania. And uh, I I was uh, probably about 1,000 miles away from home, still driving. I stopped at a truck stop, and one of my contacts fell out when I was rubbing my eye um, right on the truck stop ground. Oh, I had I didn't have any backup, so I had to make the decision whether to drive a thousand miles with one eye <laughs> or to put this crusty, nasty contact oh, back in my eyeball. Uh, so, so you know I, I, I threw it back in. Uh not my proudest moment, um, but I had this crazy infection in my eye for about three days afterwards. It was a motor oil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, awful. Blake, is there no way to, uh, is there no solution or something that you there, could? There, there are, but I, I wasn't expecting to, <laughs> I okay. wasn't expecting to drop it. And, you know, I was moving, so I didn't have, you know, I all my you. stuff with me. So right. I, it was poor, poor judgment and poor planning on my part. Yeah, wow. you don't really carry that around. Like, Thanks, Blake. I, I have oh, re-wedding yeah. drops that I'll carry around with me. So if something like that were to happen, I would have something with me. But once they're in, I mean, the ninety-nine percent of the time, I'm fine, and I can go the entire day, and I take them out before I go to bed. So, all right. So, for example, <laughs> my glasses are basically like like Nick. It, it is just above a like it's a reading. Are they prescription? Read. These these are what I did with these is I got progressive because. Right. Looking down and looking up, I got tired of taking the readers on and off to look at Preston and just, right. I just, yeah. let me just keep them on this way. But the, it's very similar to my actual own eyesight. But I, in, in the case of the, of the, uh, of the, uh, contacts, mm-hmm. uh, so I have glasses at home. I have glasses in the car. So I have, I'm covered all the way around. Is, do you do that with the contacts? So, um, yes. I, well, I was, I, I, I had a bad situation. And so now, yes, I do. I always keep a pair of glasses in my car because of a previous incident where I ended up having to drive with no contacts in. And you guys know what, uh, yeah. how my vision is. And oh, I, God, yeah. I had to go a few blocks. It was scary. And then somebody else had to meet me and take the car, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yes, I will now. But, um, um, contacts, I sometimes uh, I have them if I'm I'm going overnight somewhere. I don't right. carry them with me every day, but I do keep those glasses in my car just in case. Right. By the way, speaking of contacts versus glasses, uh, a pair of glasses can run you two hundred fifty, four hundred dollars. Yeah, absolutely. You know, anywhere anywhere in that range. Are contacts that expensive? Oh my, um, yes, my well, really. For, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. Well, not the disposable. More than that. So yeah. you spend four hundred a day? <laughs> no, I I spend. I think I think my contacts are about. Six or seven hundred dollars a year. That's wow. not bad. Yeah. Yeah, but that's every year. You figure you're wearing a wow. pair of glasses. Right. You you get a couple of years out you of them. You get a couple that's of years crazy. out of them. Now, also, Warby Parker used to be the place that you go to that you could get really, really cheap. Let uh, for people like you, not people like me. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. Well, I mean, my wife doesn't have great vision, but now I go to Zenny Optical, and I got two pairs of glasses. 
for thirty five bucks. I've seen their ads. What? It's almost like eyesight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, these, yeah. Um, and you know what? And to go back to the guy who dropped his contact at the truck stop. Um, so they like they're pretty um, strict about, or at least tell you that you need to be washing your hands when you put because you, an infection in your eye can uh, form pretty quickly. So like I always wash my hands before I put them in or before I take them out. Right. So. That was also uh, the, having an eye infection or getting an eye infection. That can easily happen. And I was thinking that um, with this Giants quarterback, too. I'm like, <laughs> he's got, you know, he had that ball. He has all the dirt and all that. Yeah, he's really putting it in his eye. Luckily, he wasn't in a stress situation. Yeah. Here's a text that says, uh, I got an ulcer on my eyeball from my contacts oh. causing irritation to the surface. I had well, that's an you, ulcer. If they're, if they're uh, like dailies, I had friends who would never take them out. You have to, you have yeah. to take them out every night. Yeah. I was cleaning out the garage and didn't have, I usually put on uh, glasses, either protective glasses, just to make sure nothing goes, and, and I didn't have them on, and something went in, into my eye, and it caused an ulcer on my eye. And that, oh, it man. takes a while for that to heal. I will go to Josh. You got to hear this story. Hey, Josh, good morning. <laughs> Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, bud. So we want to hear your story, please. Okay. So I had helped the buddy move, and as a favor afterwards, he took us all to a strip club, and he bought me a lap dance. And as I'm getting the lap dance, the stripper motorboats my face, and her nipple piercing knocks my contact out of my <laughs> Are you? Really? That's, uh, that's wild. So my, my contact popped out. It's sitting on my cheek. I, I'm like, hold, hold up, hold up. She's like, what's wrong? And I said, my, my contact's missing. I find it on my cheek. Uh, I lick it, and I put it back in my eye. Oh, Licked it and wow. put it back what in. What are you going to do? That's what they tell you if you don't have any solution. Lick is it? To, yes, to put I it in so. your mouth, yeah. I guess so. Was she apologetic at all, Josh? Uh, yeah, she didn't charge me for it. Oh, hey. Good for you. You know what? And if you really can't tell, those like the champagne rooms are low lit. Yeah. Just say you knock my contact out and yeah. try to get out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good call. I love it. All right, thanks, bud. <laughs> Appreciate it, Josh. Uh, this is kind of interesting. I'm going to go to Katie. Hi, Katie. Good morning. Good morning, it. Hey, good, good morning, morning it. it. What's up, Katie? So, my younger sister was born with cataracts, and she had her lenses removed as a baby. And so she wore contacts as an infant, and we would have to put them in, and she would sometimes rub them. You know, babies will rub their eyes. She Mm. would rub them out, and she would eat them, and we would have have to find them. Katie, so so since a a baby, so what's what's her eyesight like now? So she's she's a pretty incredible person. She's actually um, she went to Conestoga with Nick and I. Um, she yeah. So she um, uh, eventually she developed glaucoma after the cataracts, and she um, uh, she was a teenager and did have to have one eye removed. Um, so she now has a fake eye. So she's really cool party tricks. Um, <laughs> but her she is um, she's hundred percent you know, all over the place and an amazing, incredible person. And she actually drives a car. There you go. Excellent. Good for her, then. Uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, but I saw, and I hope it's real on Instagram. This guy had a fake eye and he, his fake eye is a flashlight. Did you see this? No, I haven't seen that. That's pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. Yeah. He could take it out and, and, and charges it up and then it just, it's, so how does he activate it? I don't really know. I don't. There's a button on it that he has to hit. He, he, lifts, off, he lifts off the top of his skull and pushes down on the. There's a button. Yeah. Well, and the fake eyes are incredible. They're hand painted. They're porcelain and they're hand painted. Yeah. They sit there for hours and hours, and they use really thin red threads to make like the um, the, the veins in yeah. the eye. Oh, they look really good. Wow. Yeah, I actually saw a documentary, and they were part of it. They focused in on on um, 
you know, replace like fake limbs and fake all of that stuff. And huh. the, uh, the state of the art in this stuff, because years ago you could quickly tell it was a yeah, fake eye. Absolutely. Now it's it, it's much more difficult. No, wow. most people don't know that she has a fake eye. It's pretty incredible. Oh, that's and, awesome. Wow. Yeah, and we used, to, we used to hold her head between our knees as a baby. Like, I'd be kneeling on the ground and hold her head between my knees so that my parents could get her contacts in. Oh, wow. wow. Goodness. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. bless, bless wow. you for doing that. Yeah. Thanks, Katie. You're welcome. Have Appreciate it. I, yeah, I know I couldn't um, touch your eye. Touch my eyeball. Yeah. No? Uh, I'll it, touch no. it for you. You would no. get used to it. I, I'm sure I would. I, I mean, I remember when... Uh, uh, putting in eye drops, Visine, like the first few times I tried that, that seemed excruciating. <laughs> and then I smoked enough weed where I was doing it all the time, and I got very much used to it. I'm really it good at No problem. You know, putting them in, you're not really touching your eye. I don't think I actually ever, I mean, it maybe is like a, a slight, con- you know, contact with my finger to the eye, but taking them out is, you know, where you have to go in with two fingers. and you gotta kind of pinch them? And, yeah. yeah, you got to kind of pinch it and oh. pull it out, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's so fun. And, and how often do you wear You wear them every day. pretty regularly. I, I mean, every, very every day. rarely do I see you wear your glasses. If, right. if, you have, if she's had an eye irritation, she'll right. wear the glasses. If but, I have my glasses on, yeah. there's something wrong. Yeah, I wear the contacts every day. I, I'm not wet enough. I put them in. Stop it! My eyes. I'm a girl. I was talking about my eyes. <laughs> no, press. I put them in every morning and take them out every night. You know, you and throw yeah. them out. Okay. Oh, and throw them out. Yeah, each time. Each time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to Carl next. Hey, Carl. Good morning. Yeah, Zooks. Yeah, Zooks. Zooks, dude. What's up? Oh, nothing. I mean, I've had contacts. I'm forty. I'm almost forty. I've had contacts since uh, seventh grade. Wow. I've had, I've had them fall off, or fall out numerous times. But um, uh, which was the worst one ever? Was I was. 15 working at a, a western theme park in ocean city maryland so you gotta you know you gotta die and fall in the sand and all that and it falls out in the sand and uh i, I always carried a solution with me so i cleaned it off as best i could but there was one grain of sand oh. still in it oh. and uh, it felt like someone was you know had a, a friggin' dagger and yeah. stabbing yeah. me in the eye it's essentially a tiny piece of glass in there yep. yeah yeah that was that was uh, I'm but, uh, s- my, I'm, go ahead no, no, I was going to say, my, my contacts are nowhere near as expensive as Kathy's. I, mine were only about $130 for six months' worth. All right. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, well, but uh, I've, I've since gotten LASIK, and that was the best decision of my life. Nice. Let me ask you, Carl, though, <laughs> with, with people that lose contacts, um, you would, it would seem almost impossible, mm. your odds of finding them, and yet people talk about finding them. You found, you found it in sand. Oh, I'm sorry. We lost. Oh, we, we okay, yeah, yeah. I can't believe That's his contacts were only a hundred and something dollars. What there, contacts are you now, getting? There's Please. a lot of texts that are coming in, Kathy, saying that you are way overpaying. Well, here's the thing. I, I don't have to do it, so I don't know. But this this text says I paid $160 for six months. Uh, well, here's the thing. I know. So I have um, I have to wear two separate, two different types okay. of contacts because of what's what's wrong with my one eye mm. as opposed to the other. So they're uh, irregular, basically, right? Uh, yeah. Like I have a. Um, Do you wear sports was, contacts? No, I have astigmatism oh. in in one eye, um, and then certain contacts that I wore for years didn't work for me anymore. They actually, as I was blinking, were popping out. Ah. I don't know if the shape of my eye changed, whatever it was. So I, we had to go through um, trial and error with a couple of different brands to find one that fit. And so that's what happened. I guess that's why I pay so much yeah. money. When, <laughs> when he said LASIK, you kind of reacted to that. Like, ah. Uh. Because you know me. I, I well, mean, I'm sure it would be great. Are you a candidate? Uh... Because I, I know, went, like, my, my vision problems are not a candidate for LASIK. I went one time with Tim Graham, actually. We went uh, for a potential client, and they they did test me. And I think this was years ago. I think I was a candidate, but, okay. you know, just them doing the test 
and pushing on the eyeball. Oh, my God. I, yeah, no. But you touch her eye all the time. I know, but this was pressure. They they were pushing pressure, okay. like so much pressure that that my vision was, uh, you know, moving. And, and if you can deal with it, I hear it's an absolute game changer. People love it. Yeah, Steve and know, I were that we're at. Yeah. It was a potential client. We went there when the woman got surgery, and like immediately, horrible eyesight. Right after she was done. Right, and yeah. she was like, she could not believe yeah. the the room revealed itself to her all of a sudden. Yep. Well, people say when they you know they wake up after having that done and they can see the clock or they can see right. the TV. But there's no clock there. No, <laughs> or whatever. You just see clearly. You know, you know immediately. Yeah. All right, uh, I have a couple calls I'm going to go to. One of them is an eye doctor, but first I want to go to Anthony because he's been on hold for a while. Hi, Anthony. Good morning. Hey, morning, guys. Morning, Bo. What's up? Not much. Uh, speaking about LASIK, I just got it Friday. So this, <laughs> this, um, you know, watching the Eagles game so hit home. I'm yelling at the screen. You should have got LASIK. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, just last week, I was in uh, Aruba snorkeling. And, you know, I've, I've worn contacts since, you know, middle school. So a long time coming. But, um you know, just snorkeling, you know, enjoying ourselves, and some water got in my goggles, and I just could not get the irritation to stop. So just took one out, tossed it, gone. So I was one contact the rest of the day. It sucked. Oh, wow. I, I bet that Were you snorkeling yeah. in circles? <laughs> <laughs> wow. But now, but you're, you're done with all that, right? I'm done. I'm done. I came home four days later. Uh, I just got the LASIK surgery. So I'm like, I'm only three days in right now, but... Total game changer. Oh, yeah. Good for you, man. Totally yeah. do it. Nice. What's the procedure where that uh, uh, Nick Murphy had, where they they actually just peeled back a little bit of layer and put the lens in the eye? I, you know what? We have an eye doctor on the line, right. so okay. we can ask him. This is Patty. Hi, Patty. Good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. Oh, <laughs> thank you very much. Now we're we're gonna. Steve had a question, but first uh, you you were calling in about putting contacts in your mouth. Yeah, I uh, I miss it every morning. I've never called in, but I was driving into work, and I had to slam on the brakes and pull over when I heard Kathy say, oh, yeah, they just tell you, go ahead and, you know, if you don't have solution, just go ahead and put it in your mouth. I'd like to know who they are that <laughs> do that. <laughs> I guess because if you have no other option, I mean, that's always what I've had to do if I am in a pinch and I don't have solution with me. What am I supposed to do? I, I literally no. can't see if I don't have no. contacts in. Okay, but you're not going to be able to see if you get an infection from, you know, the, the bugs that are yeah, in your yeah. mouth and you put in your eyes. So <laughs> it's, that's really all I wanted to call about. Like I said, I'm like I'm nervous. I didn't even want to be on the air. I just wanted to make sure that we're, you're not spreading that information. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Patty. So germ germs in your mouth could be a lot, an issue, obviously, if you put those in, into your eye. Now, can you answer the, the question about what the procedure is, Patty, where, the, um, where they, they take a flap and put the lens in the eye? Um, that is, there's several types of refractive procedures. Um, LASIK is generally where they create the flap and then use the laser to resurface, reshape the cornea and then put the flap back down. Um, if you're talking about lenses in the cornea, sounds more like something called intact. And they are just little kind of plastic pieces that go, uh, within the layer of the cornea to change shape. Yeah. Because because uh, uh, Nick, uh, our, our former video guy, uh, had it and uh, it worked great. I mean, you know, uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, but um, but I guess it's to each his own. You know, whatever gets it done. But don't put contacts in your mouth. Is what you're saying? Yes, please. Thank you. 
All right. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. I still but I know would what have you're saying. To. I would have to. If, if you had to drive, yeah. Yeah. say, yeah. and you had, you had absolutely zero option, you had no water or anything like that, would water just no. regular? Water doesn't work. Uh-uh. Well, you always have wine with you. Could you use that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, you're technically, I think you're not supposed to wear them in water, like swimming or shower or anything like that. I do, just because I can't see if I'm at the pool yeah. and I take my contacts out. Um, but, yeah, like, water actually will make them, um, like, stick to my eye. Like, I have to wait a little while after getting out of the shower or the pool or whatever to, if I had to take them out, I have to wait a little while because they're, like, suction cups to your eye. Is it like a jellyfish thing? Could you pee on them if you really needed to I don't to think I'm going to pee. Like yeah, in my okay, eye, I think that's checking. sort of like putting contacts in your mouth. What about a little bit of, of poop? <laughs> no. That's going to be, I mean, things will be a little brown for a little yeah, while, but maybe. it's okay. Uh, let me go to, let me go to Amanda here. Hi, Amanda. Morning. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Uh, so um, you had a contact issue. Yeah, so in like 10th grade. I got poked in the eye with my contacts in, and the person who poked me in the eye had dirty fingers, and I contracted a cornea-eating amoeba and basically lived at Will's Eye Hospital in Philadelphia for like three months. Oh, my God. Um, A cornea-eating amoeba? Yeah, it's called um, acanthamoeba keratitis, and it like ate away my cornea. Do you still have vision in that eye? Um, because I followed the doctor's instructions. So they scraped my cornea off, um, and then I had to put acid drops in my eyes every two hours. You should see Kathy's facial expressions as you're saying this Well, luckily, Will's is one of the top eye places, I think, in the country, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and because of the the care that they gave me it saved my eye. Oh, good for, well good for you, but that's a nightmare. Just yeah. just by simply yeah. getting poked in the eye. Yep, just by getting poked in the eye. It lives in soil and water and all of that. It kind of floats around in there. So, yeah, don't use dirty fingers to put your contacts in. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Thank yeah. you, Amanda. Hey, can you, you have dirty fingers. Can you put my contacts in? I had, um, I scratched my cornea once oh, and, and didn't even know, like had no idea it had happened. And then I started to get like a little bit of pain. I went and I had to do what, what she said. I had to wake up every two hours. I had to set an alarm every two hours and put eye drops in. Where is your cornea? Uh, I, I, I don't know the parts of the eyeball very I think the co- well. well it, I mean, you can't, I don't think you can see it. It's like, you know, it's, it's I think in, it's behind. Um, I believe that's the, what the cornea is, is what's behind the eye. Behind the eye, like, they, but like, uh, hold on. They can do um, cornea, corneal, I guess, or transplants. That, okay, that cornea doesn't... seems to be that that very top layer, right over the front yeah. of your eyeball. All right, what's behind? And then you have the lens, the, and then the uh, back cornea. The optic nerve is in the back, Kathy. Opti- okay. Uh, so what's of. like? So I have astigmatism. They say it's, I think it's shaped like a football. What? What is that? I always thought that's that a sport. Was no, it that, corny, that means so I guess that, not. that I, I think. And here we go. <laughs> uh, the, get ready for more people to pull. It's over. the shape of your lens because I, I know that I have astigmatism too, Kathy. And if I squint my eyes. Um, I can see a little bit better, and the reasoning is I'm actually bending the lens. I'm oh. actually, I'm, you're actually crushing. <laughs> I'm crushing your head. Wait no, a second. You're actually sh- changing the shape of the lens so that it focuses better. Yeah. It's astigmatism. It is. Uh, yes. Now I, I had, always thought it was a. I did too. Stigmatism. I, I thought it was a comma stick or a separate word. Stigmatism. No. The whole word is astigmatism. Okay. It's one word. I, I thought right. the same thing, Casey, for right. ages until I found out I had it. So is it trunk or bonnet? 
Boot. It's boot. Ah. Boot. Yeah. Boot. Um, so the, the cornea is what gets the astigmatism. So the cornea, which we just learned okay. uh, collectively, is the at the front of the eye. Okay. And when you have an astigmatism, it's that because the cornea is, uh, the shape is changed, Kath. So uh, I had a procedure on both my eyes because I have what they call a shallow eye that wouldn't drain properly, I think is the case. You, when did you have that? Um when I uh, when I transitioned, no, when the the uh, <laughs> this was about uh, two years ago, oh. and, and so they 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 basically did the the laser into the eye. They did the pressure, all the stuff you're talking did about. Did you have the needles in your eye? Uh, oh, no, geez. but but they did all that stuff, and it really was nothing. I mean, it was it was really, and the actual procedure itself took about two seconds, Swear. and then my, my eye drained. But how did they numb your eye? Uh, they hit it with a hammer. No, no they they uh, there was a little bit of, of like a spray. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When you said needle in your eye, I couldn't help but think. Swear to God and hope to die. Stick a needle in my eye. Uh, you know what I was always curious That's about? That's the oath of the optometrist. Uh, is it people who happen to have a, a lazy eye? Yeah. Um, if, two of them. Uh, she's got two of them. That's what I'm Come on, get a job. I love it. Remember, she had a lazy eye. Oh, she had two of them. I don't know why I love that joke. But if, uh, if, if things, uh, if, if you do have that issue... Uh, wouldn't you think that that you would have like double vision or something like that all the time if you didn't have some way to correct that? I, I don't know. I have no idea. It what would make like. sense. Yeah. And other songs from the Foreigner catalog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're as cold as ice. ice. Yeah. You're hot blooded. Uh, you're hot blooded. You got yeah. you all got kinds of. You're, see. Running, you're running fevers. Yeah. You're going cold. You better go to the doctor. You got double vision. <laughs> God, I never thought about that. They had all the hits from Foreigner are, are eye disease, yeah. right? Other than Jukebox Hero, maybe. Well, maybe. I don't really know. Uh, you're a dirty white boy. Yeah, yeah. There could be anything. Yeah. All right. Uh, hang on. I want to go to. Feels like the first time. Yeah. <laughs> feels like the LASIK man. Feels like the first time. And you just want to know what love is because I can't see it. You better get to the doctor urgent. <laughs> Other foreigner songs. <laughs> it all comes back to foreigner. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They were way ahead of their time, at least in the in the field of <laughs> medical slash rock. Yeah, and if it happens when you're a long, long way from home, <laughs> you're you have to trouble. lick the lick the contact. Uh, hang on, I want to go to uh, Antonio because he had that cornea lens replacement surgery. Ah. I believe that you were talking about. Hi, uh, Antonio. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, buddy? So, uh, yeah, I, I was just tuning in. I'm on my way to work, and I heard about the uh, the LASIK that you guys were talking about. Well, I got the uh, lens replacement on December 21st. Okay. Um, I got one eye done. So, originally, the reason why I went in there is I had a cataract in the one eye. Um, so, they recommended the lens replacement. They go in, they, they basically cut that lens out of your eye with some kind of uh, some kind of knife. It, well, I didn't get the laser part. Laser would have cost a lot more, but they didn't mm-hmm. need it. Um, cleared out the actual cataract and then put the lens in there. I actually upgraded the lens to the premium lens. It's called Vivid or Vivity, one of the two names. Vivity, okay. Vivity? Uh, yeah. Vivity, Bobbity, Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. The Vivity, Vivity comes from. I can't believe you can, like, upgrade. One eye. So I have a really bad eye that I'm still wearing a contact in now, and then I'm crystal clear in my left. So, uh, the so, near vision still coming. Like I'm still having trouble with the near vision. I got to go back on the, December second okay. to uh, look at that again. But uh, it's it's very it's it's very it's very precise, uh, Antonio. And, and and you 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 notice that you know one thing that does start to happen. Like I had a little bit of an issue when I had my my uh, deal as far as the way I perceive light. It, it wasn't 
wrong or it's just the mm-hmm. way my, I was processing it. But your brain starts to compensate, yeah. Yeah. and you go, "Oh, this is the way I see things." Yeah, my it doctor took, told me not to wear one contact for that specific reason. Yeah. Antonio, well, if I didn't wear my contact. I wouldn't been able to see. I'm like you. I'm literally blind and without them. <laughs> well, yeah, but you have. But the other one is is corrected. So, will you go back and have the other eye done? I will. Yeah. Um, you have to wait at least two weeks, but. It, when you get the premium lens, like the insurance, my insurance will pay for cataract surgery, but not the premium lens. And it's not cheap to get the premium lens, so. I, I, gotta, I would uh, wait for the ability Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You want to make sure they match, but uh, hey, good for you that it worked on the one eye and hopefully you get the other eye done. Yeah, and you don't feel it, man. It, they put like four rounds of these numbing drops in you before huh. the surgery. It took like, when I was in surgery, you just seen these lights flashing in front of you. Yeah. And then... That was basically it. Like, it was over. And you hear knock on wood. <laughs> That's it. Woke up, I a little bit of red, and then all of a sudden I can see. And I'm like, holy crap. I haven't wow. been able to see. That's wild. Thing. Good for you, Antonio. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, bud. Um, Antonio Margarita. <laughs> Uh, let me go to, let me see here. Yeah, I'm going to go to uh, Jeff. Actually, listening to us for the first time ever. Oh. Hey, Jeff, you're on the air. Good morning. Hello, what's cracking? Yo, bud, just chilling, man. So, your first time tuning into our show? Yeah, I'm tuning in. I, uh, I'm loving it. I'm in the uh, Washington D.C. area, and oh. uh, this is my first time. I googled. Uh, I needed. I needed like a morning talk show to listen to. All right. And so I googled. Uh, you know, best morning radio shows. <laughs> All right. You guys came up, oh. and so here what? I am listening, nice. and I think it's. Hilarious. Well, thank you, man. <laughs> so be honest with us. Were we in the top 50 or just... We... <laughs> yeah. You were number three. All right. All right. There we go. We'll take we're it. Number three. <laughs> we're, we're number three. three. That's way better than I thought. Yeah. Well, you have one, Howard Stern still on, huh? Yeah. I don't even know who the number one was, but okay. uh, they were out in California, and I was like, no, I'm not. No way. No. Yeah, no way. and everything. Yeah, we appreciate it. All right, so, Jeff, yeah. besides that, you have uh, you have a contact thing going on? Yeah, I went to uh, I went to this concert on Friday, and I took this. Uh, I, I had a lot of gin and sodas, and I took this, uh, <laughs> this fall outside of the, the show, right, yep. at the 930 Club. And uh, in D.C., and I scraped up my face real bad. And so this, so I got this, like, bandage right by my eye, all this, like, antibiotic ointment stuff. Yeah. So it opened up last night, and all of the, the medicine went into my eyeball. And I woke up this morning with all of that on top of my contact lenses. And, and that's what I'm dealing with right now. That's you, like I'm dealing with that right this second. Can you I'm see? Trying to get, I'm trying to get the contact lens out of my eye, but my eye is so closed <laughs> that it's like I oh. can't actually pull it out. Jeff, I would recommend that what you do is make sure you just go to go to somebody, just make the appointment and just go over and get some an, an actual oh, doctor yeah. to look at I, it because you don't want to screw things up. I don't think it's horrendous, but you want to make sure you don't exacerbate it. 
Oh, I know. I yeah. got a I got a 10 a.m. at the uh, My Eye Doctor. Actually, I'm I'm super excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're super excited. You you actually called in on your very first day ever listening to our show. We appreciate that, Jeff. Yeah, so so excited to have found you, and I'm looking forward to continuing to listen. Thanks, Welcome man. to the family. Oh, yeah. All right, take care, man. We'll see you soon. Oh, that's nice. Now we have to be consistently good. Now, now, now we get a lot of well, stress on us. We only have to be the third best. Yeah, that's true. It's too ahead of us. Yeah. Hang yeah. on. So Colleen S., it says here, uh, had a lazy eye. And so I, I was asking the question if you indeed see things double, if that is the case. Hi, Colleen. Good morning. Hey, Preston. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. All right, so uh, now it says here that you, you had the, the issue fixed. How long did you get that done? Um, first grade, which was back in the 70s. Wow, okay. <laughs> but leading up to that, your vision seemed normal to you? Yeah, you don't see double vision. Okay. It kind of turns in a little, but the funny thing I was saying is that when you get tired, it's when it turns in totally. Colleen, would uh, you say that you're cold as ice? Oh, stop it. <laughs> I did. I didn't have double vision. Okay, no uh, double vision. But, okay. But anyway, uh, my parents used to say to me, "Like, go to bed. You're tired." And I'm like, "No, I'm fine." And my brother used to say, "Look at her eyes turned in. She's tired." Oh wow. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad you have it fixed, and everything's all copacetic now. Yes. All right. I still can't see without my glasses. Uh, uh, so, hey, thank you, um, oh. Kyle. When you woke up, what did he what can't did it... see without his glasses? Put his glasses on. What, what were you asking, Kyle? I was going to ask her what it felt like the first time. Oh. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you, Colin. Appreciate it. Making um, some money for Foreigner today. Yeah, we are. All right. So, anyhow, well, this all got started from um, uh, Daniel Jones from uh, the uh, the Giants had his contact lens pop out in the first yeah. quarter. And uh, they had to, you know, that can be, Kathy was saying, if you if you try to put one back in, that has not been cleaned properly, you're running the risk of, like, serious pain or maybe even an infection if yeah. you're not lucky. It's excruciating. Yeah, we wouldn't have dealt with an infection right then and there. But uh, you had said, Kathy, I think you likened it to, like, gravel. That's that's what, yeah. Like, you have to constantly blink. You feel like there's, like, a rock stuck in your eye. Yeah, I know that I've had any little bitty foreign object that's gotten in my eye. I've always referred to it as a cinder block in your eye because yeah. it's, it's just used to horribly painful. But he popped back in, went back into the game, and they were able to get destroyed. <laughs> yeah, just absolutely <laughs> mutilated on the field in an embarrassing fashion. Alright, well listen, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back in a moment. Let me give away a couple of these movie screening passes at Knock at the Cabin. It's a week from tomorrow. This and looks good. Be at the PFS East, and it's uh, M. Night Shyamalan's latest film. Uh, but 7 o'clock next Tuesday, a week from tomorrow, uh, we'll take callers uh, 11, 12, and 13 at 215-263-WMMR, and we'll set you up. We'll be back in just a moment. Hang on. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Not even the most well-kept homes are immune to termites. So call Dodson Pest Control. With over 75 years of experience, they will make sure your home is looking good inside and outside your walls. Visit DodsonBROS.com to find an office near you. Dodson, the pest professionals you trust. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A couple of quick shout-outs for some pit bulls that have requested them. Uh, real quick, if you don't mind, got this from uh, Maria uh, De Prisco, uh, she's the territory manager of United Rentals. She said, I'd like to send a shout out to United Rentals Branch 
uh, teams in Newcastle, Conshohocken, and Sicklerville. They're avid listeners every day, as really? well as myself. Huh. And they keep everything moving and serviced and couldn't thank them enough for all that they do behind the scenes every single day from the inside sales staff, managers, service team, and road techs. What a team we have in our our Penn Jersey district. Thank you from Maria. So here you go. So they're thank, all listening. That's cool. Thank you guys for tuning into the show. We appreciate that. I got this last week. This is, uh, this is really cool because uh, I got to see pictures of this. So this is from Dan Duffy. He said, I want to request a uh, juicy shout-out for my brother-in-law, Steve Russ, owner of Russ Corvette Restoration in Haynesport, New Jersey, uh, while he was focused on restoring many client cars over the years, turning their vets from literal garbage into show-stopping works of art. Uh, he decided this year to take a chance and put one of his own builds into the Mecham uh, Auto Auction wow. in uh, Kissimmee, Florida last weekend. He went unfamiliar with that. It is a 1967 fully custom Corvette, and when I tell you... This is one of the sexiest vehicles I've ever seen. Wow. Uh, he sent pictures. It was amazing. And he said, we watched as the reserve price was quickly met at $225,000. And then we watched the sale go, uh, the price go up, 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 and up. The final sale price, $400,000. Wow. He said it was the second highest selling vet there in a field of over 400 vets. He said he and I have been longtime diehard fans of your show. And the first thing he shouted at me when I got on the phone with him after the sale was, No sad, bro! <laughs> he said, as a business, Jeez. it's just him doing the work. That's it. He considers all of you, plus Pierre, Brent, Jackie, and I, and I even think Bill Weston, to be his co-workers. And if you could send him a monster shard out along with a huge congratulations, I'm sure it would cap off what was already an incredible and well-deserved experience for him. He listens all day while in the garage. So anytime, any day in the very near future uh, that you can send this out to him, it would be great. And so that's from Dan. So here's a shard out. So congratulations, dude. And he worked really, really hard on it. It paid off. Nice. Listen, we'd be honored to have Corvettes that he's given to us. Yes. Yeah. We would We would be. We would thank you. Yes. Yeah. And, and give you due credit. Um, so Friday was a busy day while we were here. We had a lot going on. Um, so, we, you know, we had several guests on, uh, and I never got a chance to uh, cover the connoisseur. Are you kidding oh. me? And there were a couple of stories that I, that I think... It's the late edition of the connoisseur. <laughs> we didn't get to it Friday because a lot of news is breaking, but we're still hungry. Yeah, and there, there are a couple of stories that I don't want to... Cross over. Yeah, I don't Come want them to, to disappear because uh, they're pretty good ones. And one actually came from this morning... Uh, that I saw. So you guys are familiar with uh, Fireball, right? Oh yeah, one of the reindeer. So so we covered no, no. Oh. He was uh, he was one of the uh, the uh, stalkers in the Running Man. right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yes, he was. In fact, that was Jim Brown, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Is it Fireball. one of the reindeers in that Rudolph called Fireball? No. Dazzer Dancer, Prancer Vixen, Comet Cubit. Somebody has a nickname. And Fireball. Donner and Blitzen. Or Harry Ball. No. Hey, Fireball's not that bad. Really? Yeah. Fireball. Uh, Fireball does sound familiar. When, when they're mocking him. Minor character in the 1964 Rankin-Bass television special, Rudolph the Reindeer. Reindeer. Wow. According to the read-along version of the tie-in storybook, Team Rudolph and the Re- Reindeer Games. Oh. I, I remember. He's when, the son of Blitzen. When they're getting ready, to, when they're trying out flying. Yes. That's Fire, what I Fireball. Remember. Fireball. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Oh, oh my God. What kind of 
a birth defect do you have? <laughs> Your nose is glowing. Why weren't you aborted? I can't figure these things out. It's not my place to say this. That's probably an HR problem, isn't it? <sighs> All right, anyway, Fireball, the, the drink, the whiskey. Yes. Yeah, yeah which is... Yeah. Uh, oh, it's whiskey? Kathy says yeah. it's not bad. It's, it's, not, also, it's also not good. I, I, yeah. I did not mind it at all. I was surprised. This entered the drinking realm after I stopped drinking. Uh, yeah, it, it becomes common at, you know, where, where people are passing around a bottle of Fireball and everybody okay. shots out of it. So anyway, uh, the deal is if you go to a gas station or bodega or smoke shop or supermarket and they sell... Little bottles of it, little tiny airplane bottles, and sometimes they will sell them at non-liquor store locations. And if you're wondering how they're able to do that, it turns out the smaller, cheaper bottles of Fireball found near the register and the larger bottles of Fireball you may buy at a liquor store are two different products. In fact, it has led to a class action lawsuit. Do they not have alcohol in them? No, they do, but it's not whiskey. What is it? It's actually Aqua Velva. No, it is a um, it is a malt liquor. Ah, yes. and that's why they're able to sell it there. Uh, yes, does, exactly. Does the little mini bottle? I have not noticed this. Um, but does the little mini bottle replicate the look of the larger bottle? Yeah. It does exactly. Oh, well, there so, you go. so I'll read this story to you. While the, the standard bottle of Fireball has a label reading Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. The little gas station bottles simply read Fireball Cinnamon. The difference is small, almost imperceptible. The exact same label as the liquor version, sans the word whiskey. Most consumers would likely not even realize they're buying a different product, but it turns out that Fireball Cinnamon doesn't contain any whiskey at all. Instead, uh, it's flavored with malt liquor, a la White Claw or Colt 45. Take a bottle of that liquor, please. And that it means it can be sold in stores that aren't allowed to sell spirits. Um, okay, I need the the rewind then, Nick, uh, because so I purchased. I went to a cookie exchange and I uh, I didn't bake cookies, so I needed to bring something with me. And I went to the liquor store, and they had a, this was over the holiday season. They had a giant candy cane, and it was filled with the mini bottles of Fireball. So, uh, are you telling me I got the malt liquor? Because then probably. that's well, what I tried, Nick. Not. The whiskey. Yeah, it's, you, yeah, you probably did. It's con- well, at a liquor store, is it conceivable that it would have been the real article? I, I don't know. Like do they make been... actual? Right, do yes. they make the real small? Do they make the small bottles and it's the actual whiskey? I'm not sure. We need yeah, to just, we need to find out if Fireball, the actual brand, makes small, tiny bottle versions of its whiskey. Premium yeah, because whiskey. I, I don't know. In and you got it in a PA state store. Yeah, I got okay. it at. Um, yeah, find mine and good I, I wonder if they're only. Hey, everybody, cat is here. I wonder if they're only allowed to sell spirits and fine wines and not malt liquors because well, you won't uh, find beer or white claws that's or anything a good like point. So yeah. this, so this mini bottle says cinnamon whiskey. Would that be the actual yes. Fireball? Yes. All right. So maybe. So I probably did. So the lawsuit alleges that by making the design of the two bottles so similar, Fireball is intentionally misleading consumers. Whiskey Raiders also notes that uh, the malt liquor variant has half of the alcohol content. Damn it. Of its distilled sibling coming in at only 16.5% ABV. I drove 10 miles to get to this gas station. Compared to the whiskey's 33%. uh, The lawsuit points out that the deception continues when you read the fine print at the bottom of the Fireball Cinnamon label, which is the non-whiskey version. It says malt beverage with natural whiskey and other flavors or caramel color. Mm. And it reads, uh, uh, that means this product is made with natural whiskey flavors as well as additional flavors, but is ambiguously worded 
and could be interpreted to mean made with natural whiskey. So, so somebody's that, suing. If that appears on a tiny bottle, who's going to read that? Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Except for this person that decided to file a lawsuit. Does it burn that. going down like a Goldschlager used to? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, it, like there's... Uh, yeah, uh, it's a kind of a nasty aftertaste. Uh, for me, it's the, uh, you know it's not something that I would order. Casey's also sort of like the thing that it's the shot where you've been at the bar for a while and like a tequila shot at the end of the night. You Nobody know, does uh, Jaeger anymore. I don't, I don't know about as much. Yeah, but I mean, Fireball comes out. You, you have to have been at the bar for a while. It's not your first drink of the night. <laughs> and there was a bottle of Fireball that was in here that was left behind by Burke Kreischer for a really long time. We had that empty bottle, and it was hanging up on, on top of the uh, yes. sign over there. Our, our Kreischer Rogues Gallery is gone. Yeah. Uh, let me go to Don real quick. One point some out. Hey, Don, good morning. You. Yeah. Yeah, you're on, buddy. Go ahead. Yeah, um, yeah I'm like uh, somewhat of a fireball expert. So <laughs> it's one of my favorite, <laughs> favorite go-tos, and I always have the little bottles with me. But you got to be careful. If you buy them at the gas station, like you said, or at the grocery store, it's not whiskey. It's fake. They suck. They don't really even taste the same. Mm. And, and they and, freeze. And, and this they is freeze if you put them in the freezer. But oh. you get them at the liquor store, and it's the real deal. Okay, so you got to get them at the liquor store. And so, this is and this has been known to you for a while, Don. Oh yeah, oh okay. yeah, for a while. So, I wish I would have got on the lawsuit. I would have been. <laughs> <laughs> so Don, would you imagine that the, the, the Kathy purchased a um, uh, the small bottles at a liquor store? Do you imagine that would be the real article or a knockoff? Oh, yeah, definitely. If it was at the liquor store, it's definitely the real thing. Okay, All right. Then, okay. then that's what I had, and okay. I didn't think it Good was job, that bad. Thanks, All, right. All, right. <laughs> All right. Then you liked it. Yeah. I don't think it's bad. It's not something I prefer, but if you want to do it, yeah, I'll do a hit of that. You know, I'm send that over. You feel that way because you are a, a bit of um. You love uh, uh, high-end bourbons and high-end yeah. whiskeys, so I'm surprised that uh, Fireball holds any appeal oh, to Oh, it's you. not my choice. Okay, but if it shows it, up. But if it's there, I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, sure. What is your app? Is it still Knob Creek? Uh, well, my favorite, some of my favorites, I like Whistle Pig is, is one of my right. absolute favorites in, uh, as a whiskey, but, um. Queef Pelican? Uh, no, my friend got me a, a bottle of this, uh, from, a, um, a distillery called, uh, Blue Run, which is amazing. And, but it's like, you can't find it anywhere. You have to, you got to chase it down uh. in order to get it. Uh, while I was in Kentucky this past weekend, uh, Woodford Reserve, which is in Frankfort, Kentucky, which is only like. I don't know, 20 minute drive tops from Lexington where I was. They were having a, a special. My dad wanted me to go by there. They were having their double oak uh, special uh, bourbon, uh, but you, you, you can't order it. You couldn't get it in liquor stores. You had to get it directly from the distillery. Mm. You were allowed to buy only two bottles. <laughs> and so they released it on Wednesday the 18th. Yeah. So I was going to go by on Saturday to get some. So I called the, uh, the distillery and they're, the phone message that that was immediately answered was like, uh, as of, so they came out on Wednesday, yeah. it says, as of Thursday morning, there are no bottles left oh. of this, you can't get it. Wow. And uh, so don't even try was the deal. So, but yeah, I do want to go do, um, all those distilleries are right around there. I mean, mm -hmm. they're like within an hour drive. I mean, you can go to, you can go to Knob Creek, Jim Beam, uh, Angel's Envy, uh, Maker's Mark. I mean, they're all right there. I say this with all honesty. Even though I don't drink, I would love to go on a tour of those facilities just to see how they do what they do because there's such an attention to yeah. the the methodology and the, the, the legend and the, the, the barreling or however. All that mm -hmm. stuff is fascinating. Why is uh, that region so well-known? I, I mean, is, is the best stuff made there? I, yeah, I think that... And the, so why? They've... Well, I mean... It, is it the underground 
rivers of they used to, liquor. No, mm-hmm. some some say that it uh, some of it came from the water and yeah. the creeks and stuff like that. And I don't know if it's the um, uh, the limestone or whatever it may be, and that that offers up some kind of a flavor, but. For the longest time, the name bourbon, the word bourbon, could only be used if it was distilled in Kentucky. There were two. There were two requirements: it had to be fifty-one percent corn, right, and had to be distilled in Kentucky. You, the, the distilled in Kentucky thing no longer exists. You can make bourbon anywhere. They say like champagne. Yeah, they relaxed yeah. that uh, eventually, but uh, I, and and it just um, you know they they the, the people that knew how to do it did it around there, right? You know? So and that's why it's got uh, the legend. So. Uh, but it's pretty cool. It's it's a neat little um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, pastime to have there. And in fact, at the airport, uh, I was so bummed out too. They have this great shop called Cork and Barrel, and uh, they have all these bourbons that that you can only get there. And unfortunately, when I was coming back, it was on Sunday, and they didn't open until like 11:30. And my flight was at 11, so I could. And you can bring them on the plane with you. You can okay. buy them and, and take them on the plane with you. Yeah. So, but that's pretty cool. Damn it. All right, anyway, uh, another connoisseur thing I wanted to bring up. And this is, uh, who all here has seen the movie The Menu? I have. I have. All right, I have. Kathy, you have not? Nope. You have not. I won't give away any spoilers uh, from the movie uh, because food is a big part of the movie. Um, but there's a cheeseburger eventually. I'm not giving away anything nope. about the movie. It could be, you know, there's all kinds of different food in it. But there's a cheeseburger and uh, visitors to the Jersey Shore can soon have a taste Ooh. of this when Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall uh, in Atlantic City debuts. In fact, it debuted this past Wednesday, the Menu Cheeseburger. Is that attached to a, uh, a, a casino at all? I don't know, uh, Case. I, it didn't indicate. It says it's located at uh, 133 South Tennessee Avenue. So I guess that's not part of a casino. So it is, um, it's creation is lovingly depicted and uh, the camera yes. lingers over this cheeseburger which looks sensational. Nick, it's like in um, chef. The Chef. Oh, sure. In Chef when he's making that grilled cheese, grilled yeah. cheese. sandwich. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the way that they, yeah. they portray uh, you know, just the camera work and the loving tenderness that's being put into making this. So many people love that scene so much. so yummy. That's why Favreau did that um, reality series based on Chef, is that people loved seeing how those things were made in that movie. And then, so they did a, a Chef um, on uh, on Netflix as a reality show. By the way, the movie itself is really good. I enjoy yeah. it. It's, uh, yeah, it's unique. It's, uh, it's, there, there's, it's a, th- a bit thriller, a bit horror, and, and but... Completely tongue in cheek, yeah. Is yeah. it um, glass oniony? Yes. Okay. Yes, kind but of. a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, a lot more aggressive. Uh, the bar's version of the dish includes two all beef smashed patties, smashed patties, seasoned and topped with two slices of yellow American cheese, special yellow burger cheese. sauce, homemade pickle chips, and thinly shaved yellow onion, all sandwiched between a buttered and grilled sesame brioche roll. Uh, the meal is $15 and comes with uh, seasoned shistering fries. So this would go, this speaks to my take, I think it does to you, Casey, as well, on, on burgers. Oh, yeah. Don't try to reinvent the wheel, but use really good ingredients, prepare it lovingly, and then you've got a home run. A lot yeah. of times they try to jam too much crap on a burger, does not work. And also, uh, the bun does matter. It I, I really listen, does. The, the burger is obviously the star of the show. Uh, but the bun definitely matters. Uh, Press, does it indicate which uh, kind of meat to use in it? Is it a, like a 80-20? No, it doesn't mention any of those details. I like an 80-20. 
All right, eighty percent beef and eighty percent pork. Eighty uh, percent beef, uh, if like fat. Eighty uh, percent business. Oh, oh yeah, twenty percent party. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. The the higher the fat, mm-hmm. the yummier the burger. Yep. Your, Without your, question. Your ground chuck, for yeah. example. Right. Yes. yes. Yep. These kinds of things. And these kinds of things. <laughs> you know what TV show did not make me hungry, uh, even though it was based in a kitchen, was uh, The Bear on Hulu. Um, I got so much anxiety watching the show that yeah. I, I had zero appetite after. Well, that beef sandwich uh, popped up in some restaurants. Did it uh, really? That they made. Yeah, Nick. Okay. Uh, and in fact, hang on. I think it talks about it in this particular article. Yeah, it says... Um, is that what I made this weekend, by It says, chance? this isn't the first time in recent history that local restaurants have taken inspiration from pop culture for limited edition menus. In August, Jose Garces, Kensington Restaurant, Hook and Master, offered Chicago-style Italian beef sandwiches inspired by the bear. Casey, that's what you did. That's what I made you this weekend. You did that. Yes. It's exactly what I made this because weekend. Because of the TV show? No. You didn't oh. know? No, because of the fireman I watched on Instagram, and it was made in the crock pot, and, and I um, can cook in a crock pot, and that's pretty much it. I it was look, good. Nick, I learned nothing from that <laughs> show good. because I watched the last episode first. <laughs> that's and then, right. Oh, oh, she didn't know what the order was. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you caught the surprise at the end of the season. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what happened. You know what happened? After happens? I figured it out, I was like, yeah. I know what happens. Do I go back and start an episode oh, one? Like, no. I already know. Uh, I, I'm still so like, I got to watch. I've, I think I've only watched four episodes. Oh, I can tell you what happens in the well, end. <laughs> that's one thing that uh, that's a pitfall of any of these streaming shows. You have to make sure, double check, triple check, that yep. when you join in, that you're catching the first episode. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that show quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. I wanted to punch the obnoxious cousin slash brother in the face. He's though. terrific. He just, I know he's awesome. Great actor, yeah. yeah. But just. Pull back, dude. Talking about the character. Yeah, he yeah. also ended up in uh, in Andor, the Star Wars show. He did. Okay. Hey, um, there is a special, and and uh, the recipe that I had called for this stuff, press. You might know about this because you're from the Midwest. It is. Uh, it's a spicy mixture of like carrots and cauliflower and peppers, and it's all. Um, it, it, you know, comes in a jar. It's pickled? like it, it's pickled. What's that called? Gardenera? Gar- yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to say earlier. That's not a Midwest thing. It's not. No, in fact, uh, Fish Town Pickle Project makes a... Um, oh, it's not to say that other people don't, but... Their version of it, but... Uh, that, uh, the, I, you I, say the origins might be from the Midwest? Or maybe the the popularity? I'm not really sure. Uh, who do you call it used to use that have that um, pot belly? If you guys remember that I do remember pot belly on, on City Line. Yeah. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not sure, Nick. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's like uh, pickled vegetables, essentially. Yeah. A medley of pickled vegetables. But usually, it's got some kick to it, right? Usually cauliflower in it. Yeah, it's definitely spicy. Would you say it's an explosion in your mouth? I'd say yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> so it's based in uh, Chicago uh, cuisine. Oh. oh. How about that? <laughs> you need to get to Chicago yeah. more often. Uh, so the menu uh, has generated cheeseburger uh, buzz around the cheeseburger in general. Uh, the menu cheeseburger phenomenon has spawned a BuzzFeed recipe, a Vanity Fair interview with the film chef uh, John Benhaz. <laughs> they're going to interview the burger. And a special collaboration between the famous Irv's Burger Stand in West Hollywood and Searchlight Pictures. So, the uh, by the way, in a couple of weeks, I think it's uh, two weekends away, The uh, I'm, they finally wrapped up the, oh, the burger process brawl. for the burger brawl. And I will go check on the um, one of the judges for the final, final round because... They, you remember a little thing called the World Series got in the way. Yeah. They now call it the Burger Crawl, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, let's see. I want to make sure I mention things that matter. Came from last week and don't get too far away of us. 
Uh, let's go back to booze. We're spending a little more time on liquor than Ooh. we normally do. Ooh. <laughs> squeal. Um, so there's a cocktail I want to try out, and uh, apparently it is called the Revolver, and I had not um, seen this yet, mm. and it apparently it's becoming more popular, uh, and it's a fairly simple one. Uh, it, it, it says if the cocktail is going to catch on another trait that's absolutely vital but rarely discussed is that it needs to be durable and it's going to be mixed a thousand times in different bars and thousands of different bartenders in possession of wildly different skill levels and essentially this is why uh, this article was about why some drinks come and stay they have to be fairly simple to make but they have to be uh, you know tasty and durable end up tasting in the ballpark no matter who's preparing it exactly so i'd say this um it seems to be that we are in a, a resurgence in popularity uh, concerning cocktails. Cocktails about it's been about a good seven eight years Has now it? that yes. that uh, that, um, uh, that uh, uh, local or or um, restaurants have specialty cocktails. Yes, and, and that's like can, the can, thing to go to. Right, they can hang their hat on there. Oh yeah, cocktail. Yeah, I'm going to admit to all of you that yeah. when I'm looking at a restaurant, I will look at the cocktail list first. <laughs> really, and first. then we will determine if we're going there. Oh, wow. wow. So, you mean if they have an out front, if there's like a menu, you'll go by and look at it? Yeah, and the first like, thing you look at are, are cocktails? Or or online wow. before okay. I head out. Yeah, if, because if it doesn't have a good cocktail list, I... You think the food is not going to be no, good? No, not that the food's not going to be good, but like I'd rather go somewhere with good cocktails um, than just somewhere with good food. Okay. Sure. So, the revolver is, and it's a real simple recipe, it's two ounces of bourbon, a half ounce of coffee liqueur, mm-hmm. and two dashes of orange bitters. It's very sim- simple. That sounds like something I'd like to try. I just bought a bottle of uh, coffee liqueur uh, oh. because I enjoy uh, white Russian every now and then. And to me, that's a, a one drink. You know, you don't need more of those because they get pretty heavy after a stretch. But, yeah, I hadn't had any Kahlua in the house in a long time. Is that uh, Kahlua and milk? Kahlua, milk, and, and vodka. And vodka. Yeah, okay. so, and All a right. black Russian is no milk. Okay. Got Interesting. Uh, Kahlua is coffee liqueur? Correct. I never knew that. Yeah. I um, There are others, uh, okay. but that's the, like the standard one. Yeah, and when mm-hmm. I, after watching The Big Lebowski, I went on a... <laughs> yeah. White Russian? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And that's, uh, so that's milk and Kahlua, right? A yeah, white Russian vodka. is... Or cream. And vodka? Yeah. Great. Okay. Yeah, so if you wanted it to be thicker, you can use uh, cream. Right. All right. Uh, speaking of cream... Uh, the Wendy's is bringing back the vanilla frosty. Ooh. Oh, wait, it went away? Yeah, the they just had chocolate. They had to go away for a while because they had the seasonal peppermint frosty. Ah, uh, did they always have vanilla and chocolate? Yes. No, I always thought always, it was just it was ju- started as chocolate, right? It did, yes, okay. as chocolate only. And but then, it's a light chocolate. I can't remember. Jo- so okay, yeah, because uh, oh I, yeah, I guess I got interested in those when they they were the two. Uh, no, yeah, they, the, the the original flavor was just the chocolate, and uh, featuring just chocolate, they brought her along uh, the <laughs> vanilla. I bet that they um, had to dedicate the machine that that made the vanilla to the peppermint for yeah, for, probably. That, for the holiday season. But believe it or not, those machines are complicated. They're they're a pain to clean, and so you have to have a certain mix that goes into them. So there was probably one machine, or at least one night in that machine that was dedicated to chocolate, and then the other one was for uh, the peppermint over the holidays. Yep. Yeah, we have no experience here with machines that are difficult <laughs> to keep running that uh, issue drinks. Our Dunkachino machine has been down for quite a while. Mm. Does it even exist anymore? It, it does. It's yeah. only in your dreams. Uh, just, to me, it's one giant paperweight. I don't even go in there anymore. It, it's too It's too painful yeah. uh, yeah. because we love Dunkachino and we can't get it out of that machine. 
But can I get a ruling on this? Uh, I went to Dunkin' the other day, and uh, there were two young ladies that were at the counter uh, getting ready to order. I had I had ordered um, online, so I just had to go pick up my, yep. my thing. But, that app is great. Yeah, so this uh, Dunkin' is right next to Cardinal O'Hara High School, and these girls were wearing Cardinal O'Hara High School sweatshirts. You have to remember, I have a gift card I'm, you know, that Dunkin' gave me, so I had yeah. a bunch of money to spend. And, I just, and my sister teaches yeah. at O'Hara as well. So I asked these young ladies... Hey, do you know Mrs. So-and-so, my sister? And they were like, yes, that's my math teacher. And I was like, oh, that's great, blah, blah, blah. And then I said, can I, I'm going to, whatever you guys want, I'm going to, I'm going to buy. You know, you guys want, you know, go crazy. You want some coffee? You guys want to go to Cabo? So my, my wife and daughter says that was creepy. It's a little creepy. It's, it's a little creepy. It's a little. Right? Yeah. It's it's a little, a little I, I think the way the, the and it's a wonderfully genuine thing to do. Yeah. yeah, it was never intended to be. Creepy. I know your intent, and you're a kind-hearted person. Um, but if I were a high school person and uh, and I saw this guy coming yeah. in doing what you did, and you I'd, probably should have pulled your pants. <laughs> I'd be a little yeah, creeped yeah, out yeah, by yeah. it. Think about it. But I did make sure that, like, I drove away. I, I'm, 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 I, I left. I'm not following. you. I be that way? Am I so ugly? <laughs> Where do you kids live? You don't like to kiss. Would you like some donut <laughs> no, holes? Stop it. You guys like going to the pool? Oh, yeah. You guys you guys go to the school over there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to buy you things. Oh man. Yeah, it's a little creepy, but you, you didn't you didn't do anything wrong. Uh, no, I, I didn't do anything wrong, but uh You oh. ever stick a crawler in a donut? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh back to burgers. Back to burgers. Yeah. Uh Smash Burger is running a promotion for families that will uh, go through the end of 2023. Buy one ad- adult meal and your child, age 12 or under, eats for free. Oh. You don't see that much anymore. Kids no, it eat used free. to be quite common. Barnaby's does it, I think, or at least they used to do it, like every Wednesday night. Uh, kids eat free. I think anybody under 12 or whatever. And when you bring your child in who's 13, you're like, you're 12 today. Uh, wait a minute. So this was uh, this is on Wednesdays. Yeah, a, a few places do that. That like Applebee's might do that. Strip clubs. Strip clubs definitely do that. So Creek- the strippers' kids can eat for free. Creekside Cabaret this Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, kids Nick, eat free. Yeah, come on, <laughs> bring the kids. How's that burger, buddy? <laughs> uh, so no, but at Smash Burger, this is on Wednesdays. Uh, so through the end of 2023, children have the choice of uh, cheeseburger, hamburger, or chicken strips served with fries and drink. You got kids, man. That's a great deal. Mm-hmm. I love Smashburger. Yeah, me yeah. too. Wait, Case, will you tell your kids you're you're 12 today? Yeah. Wow. And, and they go with it? <laughs> well, not anymore because now they're like older. But well, yeah. You always worry, you know, when you're trying to pull a fast one on them. Yeah. And then the, the, the clerk will be like, oh, you know, like, yeah, yeah, he's only you, nine years old. Do you ever have that? Uh, I'm you 10. Parents, parents ever try to pull that with you? <laughs> Wait. Don't, don't, don't tell, them, tell them you're 11. Yeah, I think like... Uh, yeah, we we've definitely yeah. pulled that before. <laughs> my dad carried my brother Christopher when he was a baby into Disney through the gates, and as you know, he picked him up and carried him so that he would look smaller than he was. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> and as How we, old were, was he? we were walking through the gate, <laughs> he was eighteen. Whatever it was, say it's it's two two and under or something yeah. that you know is free. And they were like, "How old's your son?" And my dad was like, two. And then the woman looked at him. He goes, "How old are you?" And he held up four fingers. <laughs> From the oh man! <laughs> really? Yeah. Got busted. My dad got busted. That's funny. <laughs> you know, what you should do is if you're going to do that, get like super oversized arms yeah. and things so that, like, force perspective where the person looks smaller. And right. you can't. What do you say? You can't say to a four. I told you to say you were two. Right. Oh, he thinks he's four. He's always been like this. Um. Yeah, man. I was trying to think of uh, of 
moments like that, where, or places that have the, the the kids eat free thing. But, but I guess look, places like like um, the Ground Round and or like a like a, a I remember Beefsteak Charlie's when they existed. Occasionally oh, they'd have those. I remember what I was going to ask. I mean, it's okay as an adult if you want to to order off the kids menu. Isn't I, it? I oh, believe yeah. it is absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you, be, listen, if that's the food you want, a, for a restaurant to deny you that is dumb. Yeah. Just accommodate the order, and that yeah. you, you'll have a, a reoccurring customer. But to say, "Oh no, no, the spaghettios, you can't," be, you know. Now there's a, there's a place in uh, in Skipac that that I go to that has their their spaghetti portion. Yeah, kids portion is like I can't even finish it. It's right. so much, so I order that. Yeah, to go. I think we do that more often if we're doing takeout because there's no way for them to prove whether or not. Yeah, I, yeah. Eat this. I don't sit down and order that. Get yeah. out of the car. <laughs> Let me see the kids. <laughs> <laughs> they stop you. They yeah. pull yeah. you over. We're gonna hold one of the spaghettis. That kid looks too old. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, anyhow, uh, yeah, that's on Wednesday. Smashburger through the end of the year. All right. Um, we're doing the connoisseur because we skipped it on Friday. Um, Starting February 8th, Duncan Hines is going to release limited edition Dolly Parton's baking mixes based on her family recipes. And the collection includes new Dolly Parton baking mixes, uh, buttermilk biscuit, Hmm. caramel turtle brownie, which my wife would love, and huge knockers bun cake. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Fabulous fudgy brownie. And sweet cornbread and muffin. <laughs> you can look through them and uh, make knockers. you Huge knockers bun cake? Yes. That's my favorite. <laughs> I love the Duncan Hines classic devil's food. Oh, I can't do devil's food. Oh, I love it's devil's way food. way too dry. Except no, for in the Zaz ice cream. Well, no. I'm thinking of devil dogs, you know? No, no, that's, they are dry. You're, you're, you're just kidding yourself. Regular, <laughs> real, like a devil's food cake, Casey, is, it should be moist. It's just chocolate cake. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. he's, he's thinking devil dogs. I was devil thinking dogs. devil dogs. No. no. And devil dogs are way no. dry. No, no, no. No. No, no, no. 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 Okay, no. well then. Anybody uh, see uh, Dolly Parton tell the bear joke on Fallon uh, a few weeks ago? I, I, don't, I don't even want to try to, if, take the time today and watch it. I'll send it to you guys. She tells a long, winding joke about a bear that is absolutely hilarious. And oh, it that's just true. shows just another level of why Dolly is awesome. Okay. I'll send it to you guys. All right. Um, another thing, uh, connoisseur-wise, this might be the last one. We'll see how quickly this goes. But <laughs> So, Panera has introduced toasted baguette sandwiches. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. Seen it. Uh, you seen it? I seen I seen it with my I own seen two eyes. that. Um, <laughs> you seen that over there at Panera? Three new ten inch sandwich options, uh, and they come in three varieties: the Greek goddess uh, Caprese melt. Is that how you say that, Caprese? Caprese. Caprese. Caprese melt. <laughs> I do like a Caprese melt. If that's uh, how you pronounce it. The pepperoni mozzarella melt. That's ah. the one I like. And so you've had these? No, oh. I just like the way it looks because okay. I've seen it. And the smoky buffalo chicken melt. Um, all look good. I, um, Panera does have some fine sandwiches. I agree. And, uh, yeah, they do have some fine soups. You okay? Uh, you ever do the twofer? You talking to me? Uh, I agree. What? No, I was, I'm reading this. I agree. Oh, I yeah. Uh, I agree. 
The Napa almond chicken salad sandwich uh, with the tomato. What ends up in that uh, chicken salad? The, the Napa version. Uh, chicken. Do they put grapes salad, in there? Grapes. Yes. Yeah, I don't like grapes in my. I like a crunch. Ooh, like, what? A, like an apple crunch. Yeah, grapes in my chicken salad. No. But uh, like, I like raisins it. in your meatballs. I know. I'm a. I'm a, an enigma. You are an anomaly. You like marbles up your butt. <laughs> Who doesn't? Oh, that was huh. me. I'm sorry. That was my. <laughs> that's my thing. I, I wasn't expecting I, that. The go on that to Nick, and it's actually the thing that I'm into. And Steve, I told you that in confidence. <laughs> sorry about By the way, if you live in uh, New York, like your mom's racist. If you live in uh, New York, Boston, Chicago, Denver, or Washington D.C., uh, you can get a free bite from January 17th. A free bite. Yeah, they'll you come in, they'll bite you. Yeah. <laughs> Louie, bite this bastard. I don't care. Through, I bite from the other side. Everybody else has been biting on this side. Through yesterday, if the temperature dips below 32 degrees Fahrenheit, I don't know what that's all about. What was the original Panera's? It was the St. Louis Bread Company? St. Louis Bread Company. Yeah, I was there. When was I there? Two weeks ago? And sure enough, yeah, the the, the logo looks yes. the same, but instead of saying Panera, it says St. Louis Bread Company. And it, do, they, do they make a, a big presentation about it being the first? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's about time, though, that they did stuff with this, these uh, baguettes because that was always just kind of like a side thing that you would yeah. get. Oh, yes. Dude, one of my favorite things as a kid was the uh, the pizza baguette. Mm-hmm. You ever have those? Uh, well, I'm going to there because they got a pepperoni pizza baguette. That's the one that, that uh, speaks to me the most. Do you get the uh, <laughs> Do you get the bread, chips, or apple? Bread. bread. Bread, bread with bread? Yeah. I do bread with... Uh, I'll do the chip. The I'll, do the chips. <laughs> I'll do the chirps. I'll do the chirps. The I look at it. Can you throw a canary in there? <laughs> Here's the problem for me, is that I... I Want to go bread, but I think you know I need to be healthy, so I get the apple and then yeah. I toss the apple. Yeah. In the no, you get the bread. Well, because I always get the soup. Because the bread's so damn good, and, and you dip that bread in that tomato soup, and it is amazing. Because the Wait, soup comes with uh, you son of, now you got me. I'm oh. gonna be doing tomato. I tear it up and throw it in there. Yes. Oh, well, so once you get done eating, all yes, out of the soup. <laughs> Yes! yes. <laughs> That's why we talk about the soup bowl made of bread. It's a glorious thing. Yeah. Nick, yeah. why don't you just take the apple home? Uh, and raise it as your own. I, because once it gets home, it'll end up in that trash can. So yeah. you yeah. bring it to work. And, eat and it then here. give it to Preston? Yeah, you yeah. give it to Preston. <laughs> All right. I'm an is apple it, eater. Wait, apple time. Is it an apple or is it like apple slice? Is it, it's an, it's an apple. It's an apple. They give you a full apple. No kidding. You guys wow. make fun of me for eating apples behind my back? Well? <laughs> no. No, I, no, that's not me. Of you. I, I eat, eat apples. Do you know what I just got from? No, we're making fun of Nick for eating the pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> Although, have you heard yourself eat an apple, Preston? Dude, I eat it. <laughs> Listen, I have the end of that. Uh huh. 7.30, that whatever 7 o'clock break, and then I have, I've got a, a commercial break and a song. Right. And usually two commercial reads in between there somewhere. Yeah. I have to devour that apple quickly. I try my best to make it. But I've also... And I listen, I know that I eat it ravenously. I, I'm, I'm, this is the pot calling the kettle black here. Yeah. I, I totally sure get it. Is. I just yeah. can't believe how much of the apple you eat. Like, I've never seen anybody leave just... Like core, like you get every single ounce of fiber out of that apple. It's amazing to me. I don't like. My daddy it. eats the whole thing. There's nothing left. He eats the core and everything, and the stem, yeah. everything. There is nothing left with an apple. Wow, my father eats yep. it. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, wait, I have to Isn't tell. That disgusting. <laughs> no, I just. Anyway. I have to tell you. I have to tell you guys something. So the other day I was having dinner. Jason and I were sitting uh, at the table together, and he just looks at me and he goes, "You're chewing awfully loud." Oh. oh. Even more. I know, but I looked at him, I was like, I am? And he's like, yeah, you are. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm so sorry for always oh, my boy yelling. No, he's disgusted by Chewy. No, but, like, how could I be 
be chewing loud. I criticize everyone's chewing, and there I am chewing loud. I'm going to the dentist. Can you put a muffler in my mouth? <laughs> All right, that's all we have time for in the connoisseur. So I'm glad we got to those stories. We'll do it again on uh, Friday, most likely. Let's take a break, come back in a second. Uh, We'll get another run at the Bizarre File. I already have my apple for today, so I won't ravenously dive into it right now in this commercial break. But we'll come back in a second with some stories for you. Stay down. After two years, the strangest spectacle on snow is back. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, Friday, March 3rd, at Scranton's Montage Mountain, with thousands up for grabs and cash prizes. Sled registration and complete details at WMMR.com. Come for the cardboard and stay for the Mountain Fest. Two days of live music, Mountainside. Friday night, it's that clear. Saturday starts with some pond skimming, then ramps up with an explosive double down. Lit. And fuel. Cap off the day with a fireworks show on the snow. Join us for a kickin' weekend at Montage. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic and Mountain Fest. Details at WMMR.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by Creekside Cabaret Amateur of the Year Contest. It's a 2022 party. Uh, This Wednesday night, I don't know why they're having 2022, but they are. Uh, This Wednesday night, uh, oh yeah, here you go, this is why. Last year's 12 Amateurs of the Month winners compete for the title. Uh, That makes sense, of course. CreeksideCabaret.com, Nick McElwain will be there, and so will Sarah Parker. So just heads up on that, and actually we'll do some tickets for that down the road a bit. Um, So we're going to start with this. I meant to get to this story last week. I didn't get a chance to, but I'll hit it now. A Canadian woman who caused $10 million in damages after driving drunk, crashing into a house, and causing an explosion... Jeez. ...is now suing the concert venue that provided her alcoholic beverages as she claims the owners are to blame. You should have known better. Uh, The car bomb fiasco occurred in 2019 when Daniela Lees was driving home from a Marilyn Manson concert in London, Ontario. Oh, jeez. After drinking at the show and getting behind the wheel... Uh, Lee's crashed her Ford Fusion, registered to her father into a brick home, rupturing a gas line and triggering a massive explosion that destroyed four houses and injured seven people. Falling embers led to blazes in several homes nearby, and the entire neighborhood had to be evacuated with gas and water services shut off in the area. It's your fault. All told, the blast reportedly caused damages in the neighborhood of $9.8 million to $14.7 wow. million. Victims included two police officers and two firefighters who suffered numerous injuries. One firefighter forced to spend more than a week in the hospital before being discharged. Lee subsequently pled guilty to four counts of impaired driving. Got a three-year prison sentence. However, the Canuck wasn't about to throw away her shot at easing the financial strain. This month, she and her father, Sean, filed a lawsuit against Ovation's Ontario Food Services. The company distributed the hooch. And they claim that the libations purveyor shares liability for the blast on the grounds that staffers ejected Lee's from the venue uh, while failing to take steps to ensure that she would not drive home. Uh, but she caused huge, huge problems. I, I, I don't think I've ever heard that amount of damage associated with a car crash. Yeah, me either. Uh, let's see. A school cafeteria worker in Louisiana is accused of selling food containing marijuana. 45-year-old Tymesha 
Crohn's, uh, who's a, cafeteria, a temporary cafeteria worker at Jewel M. Sumner High School, was arrested on Friday for reportedly selling homemade baked goods laced with marijuana. That's just great. Authorities said they were notified through a Crime Stoppers ad that a cafeteria worker was allegedly selling homemade edibles. Uh, the superintendent, Melissa Stilley, said that uh, Crohn's was a substitute worker hired by a staffing service at places fill-in employees within the school. These sloppy joes were great. No further information regarding the incident is available. A San Francisco State University student-athlete went missing Thursday after jumping into the waters near Pacifica during a polar plunge. Mm. Uh, Hamza Alzadi was hit by a large wave while he and two others were swimming at Esplanda Beach. Beach. Uh, the wave pulled Aslaudi away from the shoreline. A quick search then began. Uh, he was a member of the school's wrestling team, by the way. Uh, two friends who were in the water with him at the time of the disappearance searched the, for the wrestler, but eventually dialed 911, making it back uh, to the beach. Uh, crews used drones, aircraft, surface vehicles before calling off the search on Friday. God, that's they've, horrible. They've stopped. Uh, I've done my uh, share of polar plunges, and uh, it's usually calmer water. Mm-hmm. School officials said uh, search efforts will not resume this weekend. Uh, authorities are no longer actively searching. That's horrible. Uh, Pacifica, by the way, is about 15 miles north of San Francisco, and during the time of his polar plunge, uh, the area was reportedly experiencing riptides. Uh, so he must have got in there and got overwhelmed and got taken out. It's a terrible story. Rangers in northeastern Australia were astonished when they stumbled across what may be the largest toad on record, weighing nearly six pounds. Crikey! Dubbed Toadzilla by the Rangers. The 5.9-pound amphibian was found in Conway National Park in Queensland last week when park officials were conducting track work. In a tweet on Thursday, the department said rangers were shocked to find a monster cane toad. Toadzilla was removed by rangers as cane toads destroy Australia's native wildlife. The thing's enormous. Ranger Kylie Gray said the team came across the mammoth creature when she left their vehicle as they stopped to let a snake slither across track. She said it reached down, grabbed the cane toad, and could not believe how heavy it was. Uh, we dubbed it Toadzilla. Uh, they worked quickly to remove it from the wild because a cane toad of its size will eat anything it can fit into its mouth. Believed to be female is a typically larger than their male counterparts. The toad was taken back to the ranger's base where she was weighed. Rangers say Toadzilla could set a new record. Toadzilla was placed in a bucket with water for her monumental weigh-in. Uh, the current Guinness World Record for the largest toad was set in 1991 uh, by Prinzen, a pet toad in Sweden, which weighed a hefty 5.13 pounds. So uh, this one's way bigger than that. Yeah, we have a champ here. Uh, Toadzilla has since been euthanized due to the environmental damage that That's they great. caused. So, they, so the story ends nicely. They caught it and they, they killed it. beat it to death with a bullpen hammer. Yep. Uh, a man died in a Manhattan subway shoving early Friday morning after another rider pushed him to the tracks from an Upper West Side station platform. This has an interesting twist to it. The victim and the suspect were engaging in sexual activity Uh-oh. on a southbound number two train and began feuding. The train conductor ejected both men from the train and the train operator used his horn to alert police as the fight heated up. Andre Boyce put the other man in a headlock, and hurled him uh, to the number one train tracks. I mean, they were just having sex. Yes. And then it turns... How does it degenerate? 
Uh, the victim, they were fighting over who was the Rhoda and who was the Mary. Uh, the victim hit his head, and he, as he fell, uh, police officers patrolling the station uh, on the platform witnessed the incident and rushed to the downtown platform wow. where they quickly grabbed Boyce. Uh, medics rushed the victim to Mount Sinai, but he could not be saved. Boyce was charged with manslaughter. The identity of the victim has not been released as of yet. Well, it started out so wonderful. I know. They were having a good time, right? And there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you. All right, we're going to take a break. When we get back, you know what we do? We ask you a question about today's program. What will it be? Find out when we get back because there's a prize associated with the answer. And we'll get the trash and music news as well. Stay with us. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. This is Virginia Lottery Recording Session. We are rolling whenever you're ready, Sam. Coming this Tuesday, the Virginia Lottery is... Try option three. The Virginia Lottery has newly brewed and fun to do... Try four... We have a rotating selection of scratchers, online games, print and play. Actually, just read option one. Virginia Lottery, new games every Tuesday. Perfect. For more information, visit VALottery.com slash Tuesday. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so we're going to give away as a lesson question today a four-pack of tickets to see the Philadelphia Golf and Travel Show. Uh, which is coming up February 5th at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks. And the question that we will go with, yeah, let's give you a gift. Uh, what flavor bunt cake is Dolly Parton making <laughs> with Duncan Hines? <laughs> Just a little while ago yeah. that we, asked, uh, that we uh, posed that to you. It was 45 minutes ago. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. What flavor of bunt cake is Dolly Parton making with Duncan Hines. You know the answer to that call now. The trash business is a goldmine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, you're calling in. We'll get some uh, stories while we're waiting for those calls. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Preston, after being released from the hospital, Jeremy Renner took to social media on Saturday morning to reveal he broke 30-plus bones during his snowplow accident. Renner says doctors are promising him a Hawkeye-style Hawkeye, Hawkeye penis with exchangeable tips. Oh, oh my God. Buzz Aldrin celebrated his 93rd birthday on Friday by marrying 62-year-old Anka Thauer. Anka and Buzz had been estranged for a while after he found out the late Neil Armstrong had gotten to her vagina first. Wow. <laughs> and finally, Beyonce received $24 million to perform at the grand opening of Atlantis Dubai over the weekend. The event was so upscale that even knockoff concert shirts in the parking lot were made by Versace and Chanel. <laughs> That's your Hollywood track. Yes, let's see if we can get an answer to this question, uh, which is uh, what flavor of bunt cake is Dolly Parton making with Duncan Hines? 215-263-WMMR. Uh, we're going to go to Michael on the phone. Say, Michael, morning. Good morning. All right, Michael, what flavor is uh, Dolly Parton creating with Duncan Hines? Hi, Mike. Bunk cake. I'm sorry, could you say that again, please? Big Knockers Bunt Cake. Big Knockers Bunt Cake. That is correct. Hang on, Michael. We're going to give you a four-pack of tickets for the Philadelphia Golf and Travel Show. February 3rd through the 5th at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks. Huge savings on golf equipment and accessories. You can go to MyPhillyGolfShow.com for tickets and for information. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. 
All right, we'll start with this Sunday. Uh, family and friends and well-wishers paid their final respects to Elvis Presley's daughter, Lisa Marie Presley, in Memphis, and it was at Graceland. Uh, and there were a number of people from the world of rock music that were in attendance and actually performed. Axl Rose spoke and then performed uh, some of November Rain. Do you want to hear a little bit of it? Yes. We played some this morning. Here's a little clip of him. Oh. Okay. That was a point in the song where we we he did this rear little woo 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 thing in November rain. Did we have the actual clip? Uh, that was the original clip that I just bastardized. I have to hit. Oh, undo there's no way to fix it. Don't well, worry there is. About it. I just have to hit undo a whole bunch of times. Uh, it's okay. It didn't right, sound that great. Yes. going to send it back over if you want it. All right, and uh, then we have. Um, by the way, it was a request of the family that that he uh, that he uh, speak and perform that. They were good friends, apparently, uh, and then a number of heavy hitters um, she was friends with. So I, uh, for some reason, that those um, connections eluded me, or at least the press, over all these years. All right, do we actually the actual? This is the actual. All right, here we go. Yeah. I think Axel warmed up before he started. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he could have been emotional. Oh, and that was the uh, the yeah. little woo part. Yeah. Hang on, let me back that. No, it's coming up. Uh, it's the twenty four second mark. Oh yeah. yeah. But darling, when I hold you, don't you know I feel the same? Yeah, he could have been emotional. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. He did it again. Yeah, we'll give the rest of that. Cause nothing. What we didn't listen to earlier this morning was Billy Corrigan uh, saying to Sheila. They were buds as well. And here is a clip of that. Twilight fades through blistered Avalon. The sky's cruel touch, an aching autobahn into the uncertain. Divide. We scream into the last divide. You make me real. You make me real. Then we have a clip of uh, Alanis Morissette, uh, who sang uh, the song Rest as well. We played this earlier this morning. Voice going for she the, of that yeah. group, yeah. for sure. Yeah, That's a lot of up. a lot of down, you know, down tempo songs. Yeah. Sure, sure. So, listen, I'm going to go before all you guys. So, when you guys end up doing my memorial, please 
liven it up a little bit. Preston, if you're going to perform uh, mm. too hot for teacher or something like yeah. that. Okay. You know? Come on, do a little drum yeah. thing for you? Yeah, okay. Steve, if you could perform a tracheotomy on this. I will absolutely do that. Yeah. Oh, no, the first person in the front row. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to invite some high school girls over and offer them some coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In honor. Uh, among the speakers were also... Like to replicate a, <laughs> a moment in Casey's life where he... Hit on two girls in a tuck and dog. He did not hit. He did not hit, and he'd be the first to tell you he would not hit on two girls. In a, he was simply uh, uh, acknowledging that they went to the same school that he did, and they mistook it as uh, you know, obviously as anyway, but like he was a, a rapist. Hey, I'm, I'm not dead. I just want to come back and let you guys know. Uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Girls and my sister and teacher outside of the grave. Yes. <laughs> But, and that is how he became known as the rapist with the heart of gold. Uh, <laughs> we all knew it was a very creepy moment. <laughs> very, very creepy. Mm. He's not a rapist. No. And um, let me remind you about the D.D. Perks program. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> among the speakers were Lisa Marie's mother, Priscilla Presley. Long- she was, as you would imagine, oh. devastated. Longtime family friend at Memphis Mafia member and now Beach Boys manager Jerry Schilling. Uh, and Sarah Ferguson, which was kind of interesting. Like, how do they, you know, as you pointed out, her dad was Elvis Presley. Yeah. So people were drawn to her and she was married to Michael Jackson for a while. But Sarah Ferguson? Yeah. Uh, Lisa Marie is buried now at the Graceland Meditation Garden next to her son, Benjamin. And across from her father, her grandparents and her great grandmother as well. Rockfest has announced the full 2023 lineup. Pantera will headline the annual festival. We talked about this, I believe, last week a little bit. In Cadet, Wisconsin on Thursday, July 13th. The event will also include headlining performances from Slipknot Friday the 14th and Godsmack Saturday, July 15th. Additional acts to perform include Ice Cube, Falling in Reverse, uh, Ice Nine Kills, Asking Alexandria, Crobot will be there. Crobot! Yeah, Papa Roach, Highly Suspect, Everclear, Guar, and Dorothy. Uh, Guar's worth of price of admission. Among others, uh, those who buy three-day tickets will also gain admission to the Wednesday Night Bonus Bash featuring Soul Asylum, Alien, Am Farm, uh, Gemini Syndrome, and more on July 12th. Tickets are currently on sale for that. You know, I'd love to see, I'd love to see Guar do a, an acoustic set somewhere yeah. in the full costumes that would be sitting great. on bar stools. Bassist Elliot uh, Lorengo has revealed Slipknot and Stone Sour frontman Corey Taylor has started recording in follow-up to his 2020 uh, debut album, CMFT. Uh, while, uh, meanwhile, during a recent uh, social media video, Taylor gave some, details on how about, uh, gave some details about the project, saying, Day one in the studio with Corey Taylor and the Dudes, sounding rad. And he followed it with another in-studio color photo last night, commenting eight-string bass might be making an appearance on this record. They're also super fun to tune, so they're up at that. Rad. All right, so a little more drama. There's been a lot of drama in the world of the band Journey, and I really don't yeah. touch on much of it. But uh, Jonathan Kane, the keyboardist, has now filed a million-dollar lawsuit against <laughs> the band's co-founding guitarist, Neil Sean. Uh, the case they hate each other. revolves around uh, Sean's uh, alleged misappropriation of the band's funds. VN American Express account claims that Sean billed $400,000 of the group's shared company in December alone. Uh, Kane's allegations against Sean blamed the guitarist's supposed exorbitant overspending as the reason for his unapproved use of Journey's corporate account to fund his lavish lifestyle. Uh-uh. And they go on to, to mention in, uh, in the story how much he's spent here and there. Uh, but, but this is the, in- the interesting part about this is uh, they kick off their 50th anniversary tour 
on the 27th. That's the way you want to go out? And they're going to do it. Both Neil and Jonathan Cain will be performing in the band. They hate each other. They're suing each other. and But they're going to make sure the shows go and play. Well, they... They need well. I don't want to say they need the money, but it's you know they, the money is certainly yeah. what they want. They're still working, to, so they'll do to, it to keep up the lifestyle that they live. So they're they're continuing. Uh, and then one last thing, uh, Marshall Tucker, the man who gave the Marshall Tucker band their name, died on the twentieth at the age of ninety nine. No cause of death was revealed. He wasn't associated with the band other than the name, right? Not at all. The yeah. band's Instagram page read, We are saddened to hear the passing of someone very special in our hearts for very obvious reasons. Our band's namesake, Mr. Marshall Tucker, passed away peacefully. Yesterday morning, the age of 99, though he was never a member of our band, he wouldn't be here, or we wouldn't be here today without his historic name. I dug the Marshall Tucker band. I thought they had some good songs. I just know two songs. Yeah. Uh, can't you see? And um, Great song. heard it in a love song. Do you know any of the other ones? Don't know by title, but I have. I had uh, there was what was the the one album where that those um, came off of, and uh, there were a couple of hits off that album. Hmm. But I, I listened to uh, I listened to the hell out of that thing. Though Tucker was never a musician nor a part of the band, the Southern Rock Pioneers chose to call themselves by his name soon after forming in 1972. At the time, original Marshall Tucker band member Tori Caldwell, Tommy Caldwell, Doug Gray, Jerry Eubanks, George McCorkle, and Paul Riddle rented an old warehouse as a rehearsal space in where they came across his name. So um, in the early days when, uh, as is according to... Uh, the, the band made a statement. They said, in the early days when we were rehearsing in an old warehouse in Spartanburg, we found a keychain inscribed with his name. We needed a name ASAP, and the rest is history. Marshall was blind since birth, but amazingly could play the heck out of the piano. He always said his talent was simply God-given. He tuned pianos in South Carolina for decades, and we are thankful to Mr. Marshall Tucker and the life he lived, sending blessings to his wife and family. So Marshall, uh, the man, said... He tells the story. He said, I was renting a warehouse space from a fellow named Abe Smith around 1967. The warehouse was on Spring Street right behind Mr. Smith's pawn shop. And I would rebuild and tune pianos in this space. Unknown to me, there was a band that would come and practice there. The key that I used to get into this warehouse had a tag on it that had my name on it, Marshall Tucker. And the story, how the story went was that or they told me that the band was going to, uh, to go under the name The Toy Factory which was named after founding member Toy Caldwell, and they said the name just wasn't going over. So they had been seeing my name on that key tag, and one of them said, let's just name it the Marshall Tucker Band. I'm hungry. Let's go eat. (laughs) And that was it. And our paths crossed, and we didn't even know it. And so, therefore, they stuck with the name, and it turned out to be a success for them. And unfortunately, Mr. Tucker passed away. That's wild that he was, you know, tuning all those years and uh, doing that, you know, and apparently it achieved quite a reputation. Yep. And there you go. That's what I have in music news hey, for you. That band is uh, going to be at the Scottish Rite Auditorium oh. in uh, March. Thank you for the texter who let us know that. Uh, March 10th, 2023. Um, and so, yeah, they're still touring. 50th anniversary tour. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. All right. We shall take a final break. Come back in a second. Wrap it up. Cool Word of the Week prize for you to win. Stay with us. The best rock in Philadelphia with MMR's Local Shots. Here and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, Philly. 
from what turned out to be an unexpected snowy Monday, at least for a little while. It stopped in our areas of now, but I'm sure it's uh, swirling around, in and around, all over the place. So uh, just adds up on that. It's kind of a nice little peek into uh, what winter could be. Hopefully won't be overly snowy, but it's been good so far. I think there's enough to... Uh do a snowball fight? Yeah, I think we oh, get out yeah, there and maybe yeah. chuck some around a little yeah. bit. There'd be a lot of rocks and pebbles in it. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I would take this time to thank uh, guests on the program, but it's just been you, you and us, so thank you for uh, contributing and being part of the program today. That's really all we need. Yeah, yeah, that is. Uh, we do need to do the letter today because we have a new Word of the Week prize, and I'm thinking uh, it's us, Case. You ready to go? I can do this. All right, here we got to make sure this is turned up properly. Yep, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. B, as in birds. All right, and we have five letters that will string together, make a word, and we will give away on Friday a $400 gift card to Nebraska Brazilian Steakhouse in Horsham. And don't miss uh, Sweetheart's Weekend, by the way, at Nebraska, February 10th through the 14th. Uh, featuring 15 different cuts of meat and fish, gourmet salad bar, and award-winning wine list with complimentary champagne and chocolate-covered strawberries. Uh, for only $62.95, you can book a reservation now at nabraza.com. So we'll give that away on Love it. Which is a pretty sweet deal. Yep, absolutely. I want to thank our sponsors of this fine program. The President of Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors. Also brought to you by Duncan. President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Uh, tomorrow on the program, it's Tuesday. We'll make sure that we do have a Floating World tattoo and piercing gift certificate to give away $350 worth for your Preston and Steve themed tattoo. And we'll see what other things we can mix up and get going on. Pierre's in next. Rage on. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the Griffith Energy Services is celebrating 125 years in business. We're offering $250 off an AC or heat pump, plus special financing with approved credit. Contact Griffith Energy Services today for this offer and many more as we celebrate our 125th anniversary. Griffith specializes in train, but surfaces all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Griffith Energy Services. Oh, oh. Don't go dependable. License number MTHVACR01278.